Seven, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three. Good luck, studio. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's my pleasure to introduce to you Paul Chandler, the shy Yeti. <laughs> He's not that shy. All I wanted was a pie. And then I hatched out of an egg. Okay, bring the mic over. He's ready to record. It's the quiet ones you've got to watch, you know. Is it metaphorical? Is it, is it deep? Is it deep? Oh boy, he's had all that guy is right. Blimey, Governor. It's the Shy Life Podcast. Hello, campers. How are you? Hello, and welcome to yet another episode of the Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul the Shyetti. How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm I'm a little bit croaky, actually. I need a little bit. I think it's the pollen. Um, all of all of the blossoms come out. Um, I do get affected by pollen. Um, I don't think it's anything more serious. In fact, um, yeah, it's been happening for a, like a week or or more now. Uh, and, I, and I feel fine in myself, but uh, I'm taking my hay fever pills, though, and um, it's more when I wake up in the morning. But anyway, you don't need to know about that. So, uh, yeah, what are we going to be doing this episode? Well, I think it's going to be a diary episode. I'm not 100% sure what we'll be doing, but, um, well, let's run the theme music, and when we come back, I'll, I'll tell you a bit more where we'll be diarying-ing-ing-ing. Yeah. Okay. Run that theme music. Darling, it's the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> you won't find a cast of characters like this everywhere. Hello, Paul. Uh, I'll go anywhere for potato. Delicious. This particular episode of the Shy Life is, is a little more abstract than usual. <laughs> go Shy Yeti. Oh, I hope he hasn't found out my secret. I think he has. If you thought that was bad, just listen to this. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to begin. It's the Shy Life Podcast. Ah, watch out, everybody. I think Paul's got a really big shoe for today. Yeah, I, I'm strangely drawn to Yeti and John's ankles as well. <laughs> but has the Shy Life Podcast no doubt? I don't think so. It's all gooey and meaty and yum, 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 yum. Oh, hello. Hello again. Yes, I, I probably should have uh, recorded on the train, but, um, uh, yeah, I'm in Salisbury uh, visiting my parents. Um, it's Thursday the 21st, is it? Thursday the 21st of April 2022. Uh, I'm here until probably Friday or Saturday next week, um, I'm not. I'm not sure exactly yet. I don't know if we'll be going out for a meal or or going anywhere. Uh, I'm, I'm really not sure what the plan is yet. Uh, I, I uh, as I say, I, I should have recorded on the train, but uh, my connecting train was three or four minutes late, and I had to rush. And as I got off that train, my other train was coming in, and I had to rush and dash uh, like onto the nearest carriage, and then I ended up having to sit on the really hard. Um, sort of seats which aren't that comfortable but uh, so it wasn't the best area for recording but uh, yeah um, uh, I think we'll be seeing Nick that is definitely the plan and um, 
who knows the who knows who else will bump into um my mum maybe i mean actually i've got quite a lot of episodes that i'm intending to record this week so i don't know whether those will feature or be mentioned but uh yeah I, i'm possibly recording with andrew um i'm possibly recording with a uh, warren with toppy uh, so i'm also with nick um i'm also probably recording with with martin holmes uh so yeah i've got a lot of recording planned and that's just sort of things i know are going to happen but uh anyway um anyway um we're just at the bp garage on the outskirts of salisbury heading back to my parents uh well my dad my, my dad's in there i'm sitting in the car and uh yeah we're going to be home I, I don't know what the next thing i'll be recording um I think Friday, I think I've got the house to myself. My parents are out. Saturday, I'm seeing Nick. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. I, I Hopefully, I'll get to record with my mum. But again, for another episode, I, I've been meaning to do an episode, a sort of book club crossover episode. You know, um, that telephone box we have. She's got so many books. Um, and I thought, you know, we, we'd uh, go and see what was in the telephone box and talk about some of the stuff she's got pending to go on the shelves. Um hasn't really been warm enough the last few visits I've I've made because of it being winter, but uh, now it's it's the spring, so uh, yeah. Hopefully, I'll feel a bit more energetic. Um, yeah, I expect we'll be doing Wordle as well, my mum and I, because uh, that's something we do. Um, yeah, <laughs> but uh, she, she's not been doing so well the last few days. She's uh, she's a bit cross with herself, but. Uh, Anyway, my dad's on his way back to the car, so I'll say uh, bye-bye for the moment, and uh, then, um, yeah, uh, I don't know where we'll be next time we speak, but uh, yes, um, so more in a minute, but that might be tomorrow in my time. <laughs> okay, um, here we go. I hope it'll be a fun diary episode. Hello, Mr. T. How are you? Hello, I'm not so bad. Um, yeah. <laughs> this is Mr. T from around the archives. Not not from the A team. It's Troby. Okay. Uh, no, no, I'm I'm not I'm not Mr. T. I, I but then I have never been on a plane. No. So no. we could be confused in that respect. No, I don't think I've ever been on a plane. Mm. How very odd. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, well, we're going to do some recording today for, uh, well, for this episode. I'm doing... I'm, I'm, are we? I, yeah, oh, we are. I'm be. This, this, yeah. this is short notice. <laughs> yeah, at least a week. Um, have, uh, I got to put, have I got to put on a hat or something, a, a funny yeah. hat, and jump up and down and yeah, yeah. do things? Yeah. Um, well, I'm just, this, is just, this is just us talking about what we're going to be recording for the diary. Ah, I see. You, you, have a, you, have a, you have a doubt. I was going to say a dairy episode, but no, that's, that's a whole different thing, isn't it? Yeah. Long time since yeah, I've had a diary. I had a diary at school that was written by Giles Brandreth, would you believe? <laughs> he wrote your diary. He came in and wrote, <laughs> he wrote, he wrote my diary. No, we, we, I used to be in a book, book club at school and used to have to buy a, a book every sort of couple of months. And at the end of the year, they, they offered you... Um, a, a, a diary, a school like it was like a school diary full of facts and jokes and things like that. But it was edited by Giles Brandreth, and I'd never heard of him. 
at that point. Mm-hmm. I didn't know who he was. I imagined he was like a sort of a cool young dude. Um, and, and and I'm not so sure about that these days. But yeah, yeah, um, I remember that. I, I well, the only diary I know that I wrote in any detail is this 1991 that I've been unleashing on the listeners. <laughs> But, why, uh, why, why did you not not do any more? Did you just? No, I, I don't really remember having. I just think probably keeping it going. I'm sure I probably did a other year. I think I did find like a 1986 one. My handwriting really improved between 86 and 90. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I don't see why there shouldn't be some of a, a 91 diary somewhere but i just haven't come across it uh i can imagine like i because because it's so well filled the 1991 you would have thought i would have gone steamrolling into the next year but and then some maybe lost interest i mean 91 i would have been at, at, still at school i could i would have it's not like i had anything to, it's not like going to university where you've got lots of things going on and you kind of forget about doing things um perhaps uh yeah, I don't know. I used to keep, I did keep a five-year diary, but those, that would have, I, I haven't really seen those, and they're, they're probably somewhere. Um, but that, yes. that would have been like a paragraph compared to a whole, <laughs> pe- whole page. Um, but uh, actually, it's been, I've been quite traumatic reading some of the, the, the it reminded me of things like, like being physically, nearly physically assaulted by, a, a, by somebody on my, uh, my paper round, because they right. thought I was, they thought I was late and luring. In the, and, oh dear. It was a hard life back then if you didn't get the, the papers in on time. I've read, well, I, I've actually read many times um, Kenneth Williams's diaries. Have you ever read those? I have, although I think I, I think I stopped in the last few years because it got too sad. So. It's a bit sad, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's it's like he's like I always quite like what reading celebrity diaries because mm. um, the first thing I always look up in the index is Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and of course he references um is it the android invasion yeah. in that doctor who gets more and more silly <laughs> <laughs> um but also um i've got michael palin's diaries i think i've got those i haven't read yeah. Yeah. And, and like early 1970 back in time for doctor who he actually thought that was important enough to to write in his diary wow. he and his kids went to see uh the Peter Cushing film Doctor Who and the Daleks in the cinema yeah. or some such so which you might soon be able to do again I understand oh, apparently. Uh, so so it's weird what goes around and comes around but yeah mm. um so so yes so I can't remember what I was, saying, I was saying that um but yeah we're yeah. going to record we're going to record a, uh, a couple of episodes we're going to record a whole episode in space yes we've been talking about for a while uh, it's been it's been loitering near the bottom of my um to coming soon list on my blog for for a while but uh, yeah i mean it, it, it's one of those things we sort of planned and then i wondered whether we could do it via a computer game and then it just turned out to be too complicated to do i think really so it's just easier to do it the way we're going to do it i think and so. it also links into i was having a i was having a big conf lab with uh, with Toppy about future crossovers with the Snarcast, and we want we want, we're going to put that. I, I don't quite is know. It, is it going to be part of a bigger podcast universe? I always like that sort of thing. Yeah, it's, going go, it's going to go into the. I think Toppy. You know, wants, I mean, I mean, Marvel's got nothing on us, has it? When it comes to, right? <laughs> I think Toppy wants to do more crossovers and less plots that last for like 
years because um, people forget what's happened. Whereas I think we were trying to talk about, we're trying to compare his long term, his plot line to my plot lines. And I think my plot lines are more like what I did in Sutton Park, where the, we, where there's, there might be, a, they might, if you put them all together, they cover a long time, but there's, there, there are lots of smaller bits that, that make maybe, and, and also I don't presume that I'm going to have a resolution because you can't always resolve these things anyway. <laughs> Yeah, what can you well, do about controlled incorporators? You blow them well, all up. So, yeah. Sometimes plot lines just fade away, don't they? And yeah. sometimes, sometimes they perk up again years later. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows when we're next here? Apple, Apple might turn that, up again. That's like real life, though, isn't it? Yeah, well, you know, Apple, th- thought, things, yeah. things, things wax and wane. And well, because Sutton Park was very much dependent on people turning up um you know if somebody turned up I hadn't seen for ages i thought oh we did that last that plot with you we could continue with that <laughs> but i didn't see them and they wouldn't do, they were it didn't happen but i don't know how many i don't know how many potential plots on southern park were scuppered because somebody failed to turn up or or plans changed and i thought oh we won't do that but uh, 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 sorry i was gonna say life is full of loose ends isn't it yeah so. yeah it's all too neat it's like um that's what I like about our improvising because people in real life people don't have perfect scripts and they do stumble on their words or they repeat themselves or they uh, sometimes the more I watch TV the more I think it's oh unre- yeah it's very unrealistic everyone's talking and everyone's said that no one's no one's bucked up their work what they're saying and, and I could I could bang on for minutes about what I regard as what's actually real realistic and things like that and i honestly did argue once that comeback mrs noah is far more realistic than uh, star trek the next generation so there you go <laughs> in lots of ways that's yeah. one for a chatterbox episode yeah uh, the, uh, the other thing around to record is just a little, little conversation i decided i was watching snake dance uh, doctor who story well you know it's doctor who story the listeners might not um um because i'm excited about tegan coming back and and ace okay. but um and uh and i just thought i'd fancied a bit of a bit of tegan and as it were just a bit of a just just, just the haircut um i had um and it made me think oh i mean i want to do a sort of possessed by something type i want to do my version of 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 the Marlboro, but I thought it had to be jelly snakes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember I remember um, having some plastic snakes once oh, with yeah. you in oh, certain yeah. part, which were they were like components of yeah, uh, yeah. a game. Yeah. Snifty snakes was the game, and you had these plastic glasses that you had to wear with a snake hanging down from the nose. And the plastic glasses, when when we were like older in filming Sutton Park, were far too small to fit on your face. They used yeah. to hurt, yeah. but you you could at least wave the plastic snakes about. So but they were quite I, common toys. Separate, uh, probably not connected to that game, but you did used to get those plastic snakes that were made of segments that wobbled about. Oh yeah, the, the sort of clacky things. Yeah, you'd sort I'm of sure yeah, hold them out and they they'd oscillate. With you could get some quite. Quite big ones and some quite not sort God, of. I'd forgotten them about those, but yeah, you're right. They used to be everywhere. Yeah. They used to like present top of the pops and everything. Yes. They? <laughs> <a> show. Um, <laughs> You'd uh, roll your eyes if like uh, Parkinson was on and the the plastic snakes would come. Oh, not them again! Uh, you know, yeah. get Harry Seacombe on or something. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, so I just thought. Yeah. Well, the thing is, 
people being possessed by things or being sleep and hypnotized and it's very me it's <laughs> 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 just a different way of doing it. oh i could do that again in a different way <laughs> and um well do you, I, do, you go I to, do you go to snake dance rather than kinder then is yeah, that is that your I like, yeah i like snake yeah. dance more than kinder I think um, I, I think I'm the other way. I think yeah, I'd I think actually, that, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd, I'd go to Kinder more than Snake Dance. But, I think I think yeah. a lot of people do. I think. Well, I just like the. It's very good. I like, like the cliffhangers with like snake yeah. and the, the and the and the, the, all the, and the snaky transference and all that stuff. And, and uh, I, I guess it, I guess I must have a blind spot when it comes to clones, Martin clones. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I dislike his performance, um, but. I remember we were in Gillingham once. Uh, I think Warren was with us, me, me and Eastern Warren. And uh, we were in one of the sort of little stores. Mm. And I, I held the door open for somebody who came in. And they just sort of said thanks, went past, and I went on. And I think Lisa said to me, do, do you know who that was? And I went, no. That was Martin Clunes. Oh, I didn't notice. So. <laughs> He wasn't wearing that silly earring and, and, and acting like that. <laughs> well, yeah, he didn't have his dress on, so, yeah. you know, I didn't, I, I didn't recognise him. That's by a snake with lots of mascara on. And everything. <laughs> well, yeah, I might, have, I might have noticed it was him if he'd been like that. But, yeah, Martin includes in real life. Just, uh, no, sorry, mate, didn't even notice you, sorry. Hello, listeners. It's Cuthbert here again. Coming up in a moment we have a chat with Paul, Mr. Nick, and Top Beast Melly, which was recorded just before they began their recent episode about how different words are across the pond. First up we have some material to share with you that was left over from another edition that Paul was editing during the time that this diary episode was being recorded. We have some behind-the-scenes chitter-chat from our show on the music of 1997. I'll be back later to introduce further segments, but I'll leave you for now, so let's sit back and have a listen to Paul and Lee. How long that was? How long have we been talking? I don't know, it doesn't say. Oh no, one hour 46. Is that with our chatter before? Yes, yeah. I was going to say, if we don't... Oh yeah, it's only one hour 14, the actual recording. Um, Well, that'd be quite good because I've got the... um, I've got, I really pre. I when when I we I thought we were recording last week. I um, um I did X stuff then, so that's. Fine. Oh right. <laughs> you, you this, I think this is why I had a bit of a. I, I a couple of times I was faltering because I was thinking. I feel like I've talked about this already, and that's only because I've been done. I'd done X singing. Yeah, um, sung for the songs. I was really usually I don't do it that way around. But uh, I think I'd, I think because I'm doing the 1950s with my friend Martin, but we're doing kind of two years at a time. There's also less to to, to talk about, really. Yeah, um, it wasn't. Yeah, they, things were out for months and months and months, weren't they? Or, or people just did like they didn't bother getting the American version; they just did their own version. Yes, um, yeah. but mostly a lot of the songs I just can't be bothered to find out what they. If I don't know them, I don't bother. So, <laughs> so it, it just it. it I think there was like um, um, uh, the, about the three songs I did not know. It, it just sings the titles of the songs to the to the tune of one of those <laughs> three songs. I think I would imagine there's lots of kind of like Billy Ray, Billy Ray Bob Thornton singing songs about their 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 
you know, like hot date. No, not even hot date night. Like you know that kind of stuff in the fifties. Like, well, ooh. I think in the uh, in the first episode um, that there was like the big song of the moment was "How much is that doggy in the window?" And there were people doing it in different countries. And, yes, and I was like. My God, I didn't even realise that was a chart-worthy song. It was just a song my grands used to sing. Yeah, yeah, on the old forty-fives. So, but yeah, I had so I had to do the singing for that one. I think, and I thought, oh, if I must, I got the chance, I'll do the singing for the ninety-seven one. So, um, but uh, yes, I'll have to work work out in where where I'm going to put it in the schedule. But uh, have you have you heard the um, your British Eurovision? Entry. No. no. What is it? What is it? <laughs> Spaceman by um, somebody. Spaceman by a man with very long hair and a beard. It basically it looks like it looks like Jonathan Van Ness out of Queer Eye, um, <laughs> and it's very high pitched. Um, I'm not keen, um, but it might be a grower. I haven't. I haven't even watched the last couple couple of years because, well, I mean. It was that funny one the first year. They did they did something last year, didn't they? But, uh, yeah, they performed, but there was no audience. Yeah. No, no audiences. They were they were all Rona. He's apparently he's he's called Sam Ryder, and he is a, he started off on TikTok, singing things. Um, he looks very cheerful. He looks very chirpy. He I've never heard of him, which is not unusual because I don't do TikTok and that kind of stuff, so I wouldn't know. Um, but it's just a bit it's a bit high pitched um and he, he there's a very he reminds he, the, he says spaceman as in spaceman the spaceman that goes into space but then kind of has a line like you've just got to give me some space man and i'm like no no, <laughs> no i'm not having that um but I, don't, I don't think it matters what we send we're never we're not going to do anything anyway um I think the last year I was excited. I think I have a DVD of like 2016. I think that might be the last year I was excited. Um, there are some. There are some very very novelty ones that are, are that are good fun. There's one. There's one called Mr. Wolf. I think it's called, um, which is all about uh, um, <laughs> having a wolf as a friend. Um, it's like a techno beat, and the group are actually all wearing like futuristic mm-hmm. wolf helmets. Um, I like that one. There's another one about salad, and one of the lines in it is, "I don't eat meat." I only eat salad and um, which blimey <laughs> that's a bit, a bit much. So much for your vision. I think, but I think the, uh, the performance they blurt, they beep that out. They don't say that. They they pause. Um, but you know, after bring the fun back, let's have some fun. Uh, uh, I I used to enjoy it more when we used to go and we used to go and have a party at Harry's house, and we had score sheets. And since it's since we haven't really been doing that. It's become less fun to, to, for me to be just sitting here watching by myself. It's, mm. it's, it's kind of, that's weird. I just said Harry's name and I had a Facebook message from him. Oh. Like we summoned him. We didn't say his name five times, did we? <laughs> In a mirror at midnight. Yeah. <laughs> Strange. He's obviously dodgy, dodgy version. It's a, it's, it just there was a light went off in his house. Somebody has mentioned me. Um, the good thing is he, he won't he won't kill us. He won't kill us. He'll just be mildly sarcastic. <laughs> Make us feel a little bit down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, right. Well, I shall let you. I shall yeah. let you get on with 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 that, and we will we will we will speak again for ninety eight soon. Yes. <laughs> And then, and then we're in the twenty-first century. I don't know oh. quite what day. I think we can probably 
we've probably got a good run of episodes still because I don't think I lost interest in the charts until the, after the after 2010. Probably somewhere between. I kind of had a bit of revival, like like the year that well when Dua Lipa was in the charts. I kind of discovered I actually knew quite a few songs. Well, no, about three. <laughs> I knew about three songs in the charts. <laughs> oh yeah, I see. I don't mind Dua Lipa, but she actually just hasn't had that. And I was we were doing something for the pop gaze, and I was looking at her chart statistics. She's not had that many. They, they, although I know a lot of the songs, not many charted. Not many got into the sort of upper realms of the chart. But I think yeah, that's the same for everything, isn't it? It's that's that. Um, what was her name? The the woman. Um, oh, who did Buffalo Stance? Nina, Nina Cherry. Yeah, and then her daughter is Mabel, who's had yes. some hits. But I think she's been dropped by her label now. So, um, or something. So, it, it just seems to change. Right? Your yeah. fortunes change. Right? It's instant. If it doesn't, if it's not an instantaneous streaming hit, you're gone. Um, I think that, the, that, Char- that Charlie XCX yes. um, had a few hits, but she's had more more flops than hits. The, yeah, and, and there's a new album by Foxes who I quite like, um, which is very poppy, but that didn't even chart. It didn't even didn't even enter the um, the, the chart. But she's um, self produced it, so she's not I, really I like on it. I like that Agnes, and she hasn't. She doesn't have hits over here. No, but she's a lovely Dorito hairdo at the moment. Yes, she's, she's rocking the. <laughs> well, I have started keep the last couple of years. I have started keeping playlists on my phone of songs that have come out in this year. They don't have to be hits; they're just hits for me. So. Yeah. I just miss the days of going into like Woolworths and HMV and Our Price and looking at the new releases and going, oh. 99p. There used to be 99p for the or 50p if you were lucky in Woolworths yeah. for the first week of release. And if it went into the charts, then they would be in 199. If they didn't, then they would go yeah. into the bargain. And, and when I was at university in Birmingham, everything was, you know, all the everything was all the new singles were 99p. They seemed to be in the record shop I used to go into. In, um, you could afford. You could afford to do it. You could afford not not now not nowadays. You've got to you you've got to, you've got to stream it. You've got to bloody blurry. You've got to yada yada. You've just got yeah, um, which I think is why things like cassettes are coming back because people like the. Um, I, I, I quite like this band. I only discovered them yesterday. I was told that um, uh, Wet Leg. They did a song called Chaise Longe last year. They're just a bit silly. Um, they're just they're two girls, but they're kind of a bit. More sort of rocky, poppy, oh, um, okay. but um, their, their lyrics are quite f- funny and their videos are quite, f- quite funny. Um, and they're, they're from the Isle of Wight as well, which make they sound like they're from America, but they're from the Isle of Wight. Oh, I love to wet leg. What a lovely name! Yeah, um, like, well, I, put, I posted at least one of their songs on my on my wall in the last twenty four hours. <laughs> I shall I shall go and check out a bit of wet leg. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes. okay. I will. Yeah, I will. You I, you're welcome. A, a pleasure as always. I will. I will speak to you soon. Yeah, cool. And Dealey says hello as well. Oh, hello, Dealey. He's <laughs> he's a he's a grand old age now, mm. isn't he? He's I was 18. thinking the other day when I saw a picture. I'm thinking he's always been here, always been with us. <laughs> Probably have had him almost as long as I've known you, or around the same. Yeah, because 18. How old? That's like 128 <laughs> or something in human years, isn't it? That. 
Yeah, that's a that's a he could be on track to be the world's the UK's longest living. Well, I've made him in, I've made him as an I've said he was an we did a plot line on the where it turns out he's an alien who, who's just come to watch because uh, <laughs> he's so much part of the show that if anything when, when something does happen to him, I can't possibly say what's happened to him. I'm just going to say that he's gone back to his home planet. He's finally had enough, and, and I've, but I've been I've been working that plot for the last couple of years, and he's continued on. So uh, <laughs> I feel like I was a bit I was a bit uh, underestimated him. <laughs> he underestimated his powers, uh, <laughs> which makes me think that I was actually right in the first place. <laughs> could well be. He Never yet. One eye open. Yeah. If he if he suddenly if he suddenly goes, then we'll know probably the end is nigh for the for the world in general. Right. He's probably gone. No, that's it. That 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 Putin Putin pants or somebody has been calling him, which makes me chuckle. Um, has pressed the button, um, and um, pop. We've gone. Which is cheerful. And we shall end on that note. Yes, we shall, yes. <laughs> All right, I will speak to you later. Yeah, cool. Bye. Bye for now. Goodbye. I, I, I've got three different things I want to record today. I've started the recording now because I'm doing a diary episode. So this right. bit's for the diary episode. So this is us just saying... We're here, um, <laughs> we're here <yeah. laughs> but I, I also want to, well, we'll do a chatting episode, and, and if we want out things to say, I've got a few prompts that we could do, uh, and then, um, and, and, and the therapist is going to be checking in on this as well. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> and, and also, uh, I want to do another scene with probably going to the therapist, but you 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 go with him so that you're in the yes. scene. Uh, yes. Uh, now we sh- we should if this is going to happen we should give this therapist a name. Yeah. I don't, I don't think he's got a name. It could just be Nick the therapist, but yeah, we're pretending. We're, I think we're we're not. I I think the, this is my guess. It's Nick, but I don't think we want it to be Nick. So yeah. I well, I, I, I'm I'm based. I, I'm just really trying to remember what I did last time. Um, I I think I. Kind of vaguely based him on a Kenny Everett character called Quentin Pose, uh, who was a sort of pseudo intellectual kind of uh, uh, like on the obscure TV channel like, analyzing things. So uh, maybe Quentin might be quite a good one too. Uh, all right, Doctor Quentin. Doctor Quentin, even better. Yeah. yeah. yeah right. Top 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 has got a Quentin, but, but but well, he used to until he was eaten by a hamster. Uh, probably we don't know he might come back um but we haven't got we haven't got one i'm trying to think did i ever have a quinton in in sutton park well i was to, i used to think crispin was a a a, 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 a corruption uh, well, of quentin crisp yeah well, because he was gay yeah. um I, I i just assumed that yeah, was yeah. the idea yeah. well Quint, there's there's quentin collins in dark shadows but uh, to, uh toppy yes we used to have a if you ever seen Eclipse of Sutton Park, where there's a very flamboyant dinosaur, yeah. um, he 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 was Crispin, but he was named after yeah. Quinton Crisp. Yes, he's a fascinating guy. I I can't get enough of what few interviews with him survive. But that's I did name Quentin Quill, uh, you know, uh, off of Quentin Crisp. In fact, I, you know, I, I wished I could have used that name, but I said, no, I, I can't. I got to call him something else. So I said, Quentin, Quentin, Quentin Quill. <laughs> I did have I, I, yeah. a lot of the puppets on Sutton Park. I had two. I had two um, versions of, uh, and I had. I think I had two Crispins, 
And my friend Lee, who's often on on Sutton Park, although I don't, we don't know him that now, um, he did a very flamboyant uh, Crispin with a big sparkly dress, uh, sort of costume. Uh, and he was sort of based on a, uh, a comedian over here called Julian, uh, Julian Clary, who is, who is a, a famous gay comedian over here. Who did an interview with Quentin Crisp yes. years ago. He went over there. And, and of course, from what one, um, uh, you know, sort of a very early gay person to a prolific, uh, well, not prolific, um, uh, famous gay person to a, a, a slap bang up to date. Famous yeah. gay person. Yeah, it was interesting. Interesting meeting of minds. Yeah, and and um, I think uh, Crispin, the character in Sutton Park, allowed us to to be a bit flamboyant. It, um, uh, it, where maybe uh, I remember his I, head coming off, and you saying, "Oh, look, he gives a good head." <laughs> oh my god! Uh, <laughs> no, uh, Sutton uh, Park didn't get blue very often. Uh, they, Every once in a while. You know, it was a good clean show from the family. <laughs> I'm not sure it was. It was about an episode about swearing there was from Kerry when he was. And yourself. Oh. Not not as much not not in the way not not like Lee or or Kerry, yeah. but uh, my brother did as well. Uh, that was probably more more contentious than if you'd been caught. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I noticed that uh, I put some Southern Park clips out recently. And um, the cromity that appeared in the clips was the second cromity because his costume was the, the original cromity had a, like a green tunic, and the later one had more like a, a white, a white squarey patterned one. Uh, but uh, I don't know what happened to that one. I think the green, the green one got a bit raggedy, but in the end, it was less raggedy than its replacement. So it came back. He came back again. <laughs> <laughs> the old one came back again, but uh, I still have, still have a lot, a lot of them. You should have done a multi-chromity story where it makes all the puppets all at once. I probably did. I can't remember. <laughs> I'm constantly forgetting what I did do. Um, but anyway, so uh, yes, this is for the diary episode. But we we ought to probably get on with actually recording uh, the, the the main di- the big the main. Maybe. The main attraction. Yes. Um, right. so, uh, so, listeners, yes, we do have other things to be doing. So, we can't stop around chatting with you guys. We'll have to. We'll, we have to get on with. Uh, we have to get on with business. So, um, yes. Uh, well, so say say hello to the listeners. Hello, hello listeners. Hello. Yeah, yeah. They will be back, but uh, what the listeners or us? Well, <laughs> debatable. I don't know. <laughs> listeners may desert me. Who knows? Hello, uh, um, All right, I'll be in the green room. Yes, you, you, you just get, get 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 your makeup ready. Get 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 uh, get all your costumes on. Fabulous your costumes. Radio. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I did actually. I did take part in a radio show once where there was a woman in the the. I think it was recorded in the church, and there was a woman in the front row who had had her hair done, and makeup done. <laughs> I don't think she quite twigged it because I was on the radio. <laughs> 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 Okay, dokie, um, we'll move on to whatever comes up next. It might even be you again, Nick, but somewhere but in your, your house, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> well, yeah. Okie dokie. Hi, listeners. Um, we're now at Nick's house. It's the evening, and uh, we we were recording with Toppy. We had a little bit of trouble with internet, didn't we, at my parents today? We did, yes. Um, but we, we got through it in the end, and... Uh, and then we came back here, and Ali's here. Hi, Ali. Hello. 
And then um, we we had a nice takeout. Um, yeah, it was good, wasn't it? Yeah. I, I had. Thank uh, you. Oh, well, that's uh, it's a little treat for myself as much as anything. Uh, I, I had uh, chicken spring rolls and wonton soup and a nice curry, but it's from the Chinese restaurant, so Chinese curries are always slightly different, but they're always very yummy. Um, you also look good, Nick. What did you have? Um, I had um, chicken in garlic sauce. Uh, yeah. I couldn't. I had it before, but I couldn't remember what it was like, but it was very tasty. Yeah. It went down well. And now we've just been watching Scream... Well, Scream 5, but it's... Or Scream 2022. Um, it, it, uh, I, I do understand that sometimes they think people won't go and see it because it's got a number at the end. And they think, oh, well, I haven't seen the other four. But uh, you didn't really need to see the other four. But it, it was a continuation, so I don't know. I don't know what you could have called it, really. Um, but did, did you enjoy it, Nick? I did, actually, yeah. I mean, I... Um, it's been, I think we were in Devizes Road, that's our previous home, 10 years ago when we when we saw the the Screen 4, yeah, which impressed yeah. me a lot. And um, yeah, I mean, they, 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 they all serve a familiar pattern, but unlike other sequels, um, I like them because they know they're a sequel. And uh, it, it's, it, whereas I, I feel other sequels kind of, you know, they kind of genuinely think they can sort of yeah kind of fool the audience into the uh, screen makes no bones about the fact that it's a sequel and and it's kind of knowingly winking to the audience that you know did, did you yeah, make... you've seen this before and, and even the characters try to second guess yeah. what's coming next which I, I i think is quite fun they made some big decisions about cast about characters yes, staying or going major character because i've seen i i was introduced by, to the screams by yourself yeah, in yeah. 2000 i think you, you took me when we were, we were at a doctor who convention in coventry in 2000 you took me to see screen three yeah. and i think you then um showed, showed me one on. and two um i think three i the only thing i remember about three is it because i remember the, the courtney cox and uh neve campbell uh but the only thing i remember about three is the fact that it had um sarah Mugella. it also had carrie fisher playing somebody who gets mistaken for carrie fisher <laughs> <laughs> it's the thing i think why the screams are a, a, a rather good um, is they, you know, they're, they're, there is they take themselves seriously effectively, but they're, they're, there is in the this telling of the story there is a, a very much a twinkle in the eye to um, the ongoing franchise, um, and in this world of franchises take themselves incredibly seriously it, it's actually nice to have a franchise that knows it's a franchise <laughs> oh. kind of We've also got so, some uh... Um, lucky, lucky uh, fortune cookies. Uh, I've got well. There's one for you. There's only two, but uh, uh, yes, I, uh, I'm going to open mine. See what you say. And we've also brought back some Sutton Park redos, which you've asked me to do. Yeah. Uh, which we've been knocking off, and we found one of the miss, missing episodes. So literally, there's yeah. only a couple of a couple of tapes from 2000 to find, and that's it. Everything is captured, and I'm making a bit of a hash of. But no, well done to everyone on Screen 5. Uh, it was nice to see some of the old characters. The kids did well. Um, oh, mine's interesting. Mine says, you'll soon meet the person you admire. That's a bit of a kick in the teeth for all the people who already know me, though, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Nick, I obviously don't admire you enough. <laughs> sorry, Ali. <laughs> obviously not you two. I always think that these, these fortune cookies, 
No, no offence to anybody. They look like ears. Yeah. No, 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 no. They look like saggy boobies. They look like saggy boobies. <laughs> <laughs> what is your... Oh, yes, you got to... Open well, it. Well, I don't eat it. Don't eat it. Don't eat it. That would be very good luck. You will soon choke on, the, uh, <laughs> on this message. You will choke on this message. <laughs> you self-destruct. Down go the glasses. Down further down go the glasses. Good things will come to you in due course of time. Well, that, that goes for anything. That's anybody. very general. That's, that's, a, that's a little. I think. I think yours was slightly better. Yeah. I hope you. I hope it's somebody impressive. Like the person you admire. It has to be somebody very impressive because you know, <laughs> I've already met quite a few special people. Um, yeah, my glasses are having trouble because we've also been supplied with jelly babies and wine gums. And the glasses I'm wearing are one of my old pairs that slips off my nose and I'm peering into the so packet. There's a policy in this household to make sure everyone is fed and watered. Yeah, my, my jelly baby... My, my glasses try to escape into the packet of jelly babies, but <laughs> but we're going to watch some season four, Blake 7 in a minute, aren't we? Yes, we've... Um, if, did, you, did you want to continue to watch them in order? Yeah, yeah. Well, we're doing Power, and um, we've just got an episode with um, Judith Hammond-Hill, mm. an actress who is in... Um, a series we've been, Ali and I have been watching called Secret Army. Um, and she plays one of the resistance leaders in it. <laughs> um, so it's going to be Busman's Holiday, really. Mm. Aren't we? Well, we better get watching. Yeah, this, um, um, I have to say one thing about power um, oh, is. Hello. Hello. Um, one thing about power is um, Juliet Hammond Hill was a bit of a. Um, well. This won't surprise any of the viewers who know me as a, a, a bit of a... Tart. Tart. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, yes, I actually, um, I, I did write to her, a, write to her a fan letter, mm-hmm. and um, she, uh, she replied, and I still have, oh. I still have a signed photograph of her. Well, we've had quite a bit of wine. If we're going to be watching some more, we better, we better put you away, listeners, but, we'll, but I'll speak to you later. Um, we'll put you away in the box, listeners. Yeah, Nick, Nick might not be here, but Nick and Ali may have gone by the time I speak to you again, but uh, we <laughs> shall see. I don't know what... We will come back. We would have passed on, would we? I don't know. We would have passed on. I don't know. To the next chapter. But, no, uh, thank you very much for bringing Screen 5. Uh, they're always fun to watch. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, well, I'll bring... When, they, if, when and if they make six, I'll bring that Well, this is six. I'm hoping you, you'll do the decent thing and take, come to the cinema with us. Yeah. yeah. OK. Um, where he go, more, more, more than a bit, listeners. That's what they've always said. <laughs> Hi, listeners. It's me. It's nearly um, bedtime on Sunday, the 24th of April, 2022. Um, uh, I finished my time at Nick's and came back to my parents. Um, what have I done today? What have I done today? Actually, I... Um, I caught I caught up with Callum. I completely forgot we had trouble with the internet. I totally forgot to record uh, anything with him, so uh, we missed out on him. I'm afraid, but uh, yeah. Otherwise, I've been quite lazy uh, having naps and things. I've been doing editing, um, but yeah, there's not been a lot to report. Yeah, apologies for not recording with Callum, um, but I do have uh, a quiz that I recorded a little bit earlier with Callum from a previous chat. So I think uh, this is a good time to put that in, I think, because we we can't can't do without um, something to mark that occasion. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm sorry I didn't record anything. It was 
uh, the internet has been a bit funny here, so um, we decided not to not to record. But let's listen to this quiz now, and uh, when we come back, it, it'll be Monday. I would have thought. I'm not. I'm not sure what I'm going to do on Monday either. No, we'll see. All right, have a listen, and we'll be back soon. Here we go. What is the name of Captain Jack Aubrey's ship in the 2003 film Master and Commander, The Far Side of the World? I don't know, but we did go and see it. Did we? Yeah, it was Russell Crowe, wasn't it? Uh, I don't know what it's called, probably. The Poseidon. <laughs> um, question two, which two actors play the firefighting McCaffrey brothers in the 1991 film Backdraft? Draft. That's the Beatles. No, it's the, no. I thought it was, no, it was Brad oh, Pitt in that. I, I don't. I definitely didn't see it. I know it was Ron Howard was the director, wasn't he? Is it about firefighters? Or Val Kilmer was he one? That, um, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of Backbeat or something, which is the Beatles. Backbeat. The word is on street. Question three. Cork tip. Zigzag and Captain Bagshaw are all characters in which Carry On film. Sounds like um, Carrying Up the Kyber. Mm. Question four. Penguins called Skipper, Bryce and Private appear in which animated movie? Ice Age, Wally, Happy Feet or Madagascar? Um, Well, Happy happy Feet. It's Happy Feet Penguins as well, is it? Mm. I think if it's just about penguins, we should say happy things. Question five. In what year did Disney release Cinderella? 1970, 1950, 1960 or 1940? Oh, I'd say 40. Those films were coming out then, weren't they? Those mm. the cartoony ones. ones. Mm. Question six. What is the first name of Mr. Darcy in the 2001 film Bridget Jones's Diary? It's something like John or... Remember, mm. I've seen it, but I'm not going to remember. Um, question seven Tangled was released in which year? 2010, 2000, Tangled, Tangled, 2010, 2005, 1995, or 2000. I can't even remember. I think that's a cartoon one as well. Say so 2010. Doesn't feel like I can't remember what it's about or anything. What do you think? I'll say 2010, but I've never, I've never heard of it. Question eight. Alec Guinness played Lieutenant Colonel Nicholson in which 1957 World War II film? The Guns of Navarone or something. Is that about World War II? <laughs> it might be. Damn busters. Go for the first one then. Question nine. Who played Larry Jones, Laura Lorraine? No, sorry. Who played who played Laurie Jones, Laura Lorraine in the 1944 music musical music. film Pin-Up Pin, Pin Girl? Never heard of Pin-Up Girl. Well, Tina Durbin. I thought Jane Russell was a... Jane Russell. Question ten. Who played Brad Pitt's wife, Teresa Mills, in the film Seven? That wasn't that. Um, what's his name from Coldplay's wife? Uh, what's her name? Oh, um, Apple. 
<laughs> perfume made of my scent. Kim uh, Basinger. Uh, <laughs> uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Um, we did see that. Question 12. What colour is Ariel's fin in The Little Mermaid? White, blue, red or green? I don't know. You might have seen it. You might have seen it. Blue. Green. Green. Question 13. In which decade did Disney release Bambi? 1950s, 1940s, 1970s, 1960s. Well, that's either 40s or 50s. Yeah. 40s. I think some of these came out actually during the war. Hmm. Question 14. I should know this, but I don't think I do. What is the surname of Carrie in Stephen King's novel Mm. Carrie? I I don't think. I don't know. I don't know that one. No. Myth. Question 15. Who played Bill Sykes in the 1968 film Oliver? Ollie Reed. 16. Who plays the role of James Clubber Lang in the 1982 film Rocky III? I don't think I've ever seen a Rocky film. I don't recognise that character. It was what Apollo Creed, wasn't it? it was the, the... Mm. Not the one that is not that one with Mr. T. Not the one with the Russian in. It might be Mr. T then, because he was in the third one. Mm. Mr. T, the name of the actor. Yes, it's B.A. Brackett. Yes, yeah. I can never... Question 17 What was the title of British actor? Oliver Lee, Oliver Reed's last film, wasn't that? The oh, was it Gladiator? Gladiator. Eighteen. Who are the only two characters portrayed by the same actors in all six Star Wars films? Is it? Um, I don't know. I don't know that uh, the man who plays. Like, oh, 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 C3PO and all that. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if he's in all of that. I don't know if that character is in every single one of those Star Wars films. Harry Fisher, because I know they superimposed that, didn't they? Yeah, but that's probably beyond the six. They took. That's, that's, all right, I don't yeah, know where these questions enough. even come from because there's about nine now. Because um, there was the original three, then there were the three that came out in the 90s. So I guess actually, or it could be the Wookiee guy. Some of these people have died more recently, but I don't know. If, I don't know if the Wookiee was in all of them. About the person who played, uh, Harrison Ford. <laughs> but the same actors. Just a minute. What? Oh, who are the only two characters portrayed by the same actor? Well, I say. Characters, I'd say CP3, CP3O. Is that right? Oh, so you don't have like the younger, a younger version or an older version, basically, what you're saying. By the same actors and also uh, R2D2. I think it, I think maybe those. Yeah, because like Ewan McGregor plays Alec Guinness, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah. C3PO, that's right. Question 19 Which singer plays Chicago police officer Sharon Pogue in the 2001 film Angel Eyes? I was going to say. No. 
who went out, who, who's the actress who was associated with Ben Affleck? Um, uh, Reese Witherspoon? No, no I was thinking <laughs> of the one who drunk her, had blood, her own blood round and um, had a. Uh, I don't think it's her, I just know that she did do thrillers because mm -hmm. the bone collector, uh, but I don't. Um, question 20 Which US state is the setting for the 1971 film? The last picture show, which I've never seen. Oh, so I think it'd have to be a guess. Texas, I thought. I thought Texas. Texas. But it could be wrong. She was also a singer. I'm thinking of with Ben and Ben Affleck, um, who did my favourite song, "Play Gotta Animate That Song." Play it on my J-Lo. Yeah, yeah. She was in some thrillers when she because she was an actor. She was an actress as much as a singer when she started, sort of. I think, and I remember them saying that the singing sort of distracted from the acting. Okay, question one. Um, that boat, the ship in Master and Commander is called the HMS Surprise. Surprise. The two actors playing the firefighting McCaffrey brothers were Kurt Russell and William Baldwin. Um, got them wrong. Yeah, you you also lose your carry on um, badge oh dear. because cork tip zigzag and Captain Bagshaw on the, the jungle. No, follow that camel. Oh God! It's, it's like, debatable whether that's a uh, Phil Silvers. Well, isn't that one that one? And don't lose your head. It's kind of debate. It's almost debatable that they're ever carry on films. Um. Or they had carry on stuck on them after they later on in, in production or something. Uh, question for penguins. Oh, can't believe this. We would, we neither of us got this one right. Penguin, the penguins, called, yeah, penguins called Skipper Rise in Private. They don't appear in Ice Age or Happy Feet, but in Madagascar, Happy Teat. <laughs> what. Oh, this is horrible. In what year did Disney release Cinderella? Um, 1940, 1950, 1960. It was 1950. Okay. It was almost the 40s. Yeah, near the 40s. What is the first name of Mr. Darcy? It was Mark. I said John, but I guess. So. Tangled was released in 2010. That wasn't a bad I think game. we got that. I think we, we said got that. that one, yeah. Even, um, not bad. As soon as I can't even remember what the film's about or anything about it. Question eight. Alec Guinness played Lieutenant Colonel Nicholson in... Bridge on the River Kwai. Yes. <laughs> that just come to me now. Mm. <laughs> so I should see him looking sweaty. Um, question nine. Who played Laurie Jones? It was Betty Grable. Uh. I said Dina Durban. <laughs> uh, Question 10, who played Hitman? Oh, we didn't, we didn't even do this one. I skipped this one. <laughs> See if you get this one right. I skipped the question 10. This is a real cock-up. Question 10 was, who played Hitman Martin Q. Blank in the 1997 film Gross Point Blank? Oh, it was um, John Cusack. Right. You're right to get that one. Um. I might have got, I think I have seen. Who played Brad Pitt's wife 
in seven, it was Gwyneth Paltrow. Got that right? Yes. The color of Ariel's fin is green. You said that. In which decade was Bambi released? It was the 1940s. It was Carrie White in Carrie, which kind of rings a bell now I hear it. Uh, Bill Sykes was played by Oliver Reed. Uh, um, James Clubber Lang was played by Mr. T. Mm, uh, All I know is that he is in a Rocky film. Um, It was Gladiator, Oliver Reed's last film. The only two characters in those first six Star Wars films was C-3PO and R2-D2. Oh, wow. <laughs> We're good. We've got to go through awful to be quite good at this end of the, this end of the quiz. The, oh, I didn't even take this in. Which singer plays Chicago police officer Sharon Poe? I didn't even take in the that, and it was Jennifer Lopez. Mm-hmm. But we, although... Yeah, we did sort of get, we did sort of put that as our answer. I just couldn't remember what her name was um, until, yeah, we did work out what her name was. I, I, I would have gone for that even more if I'd have noticed singer, because I don't know any singers, many singers who, women singers who are actors in 2001. Um, uh, question 20, which state is the setting for the last picture show? It was Texas. So I just need to count these up because we, Texas. Um, so, question one, no. Question two, no. Question three, no. Question four, no. Question five, no. Question six, no. Question seven, yes. Question eight, no. Question nine, no. Question ten, despite me not reading it at the time. Uh, John Cusack, yes. With Paltrow, yes. Green Finn, yes. Bambi, yes. Oliver Reed, yes. Mr. T, yes. C3PO, yes. Jennifer Lopez, yes. And Texas, yes. Just scraped in at a 10 out of 10. Uh, sorry, 10 out of 20. Not 10 out Easy. of 10. Oh, dear. I need to lie down. Um, Easy. Well, so we managed half, not half marks. That was entirely due to the second half of that quiz. But I think... Uh, yeah. Oh, dear, dear. Long TV is her crib. I could never get that on my crib at all. <laughs> it just double touched me. <laughs> oh dear. <sighs> Poor girl. <laughs> was it you that suggests we play cards? You're right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care if I win on Well, I like it if I win, but I don't care if I lose. <laughs> well, I can't say it's my. Greatest worry in the world. So I don't get to play cards with Jane now, as we, as we only meet on. No. So. Why have you given me two aces? <laughs> I can pick. If I put some down, I can pick those up, can't I? Well, I don't think. I mean, I disagree with you completely because I always think you have to pick up your first. But <coughs> you know, if Do we what? all. I always think you have to pick your cut, pick your card up first. But if we all do the well, same, you can't you haven't got anything down. No, but pick up this card first, no. and then put down. No, well then you can't pick that up and that. No, no, no I know you can't. So I, because I don't think you could pick that up. But if we all know you've done it, then we well, can no, do it. I, I don't see what else you can do. What, what are you well, saying? You, you, you've got to miss that. You can't take from there. 
Well, if it's a ghost, I'd take from there. Yeah, but, but your ghost should start with picking one up, I no. think. Uh, well, as I say, because it makes it harder. The way you won't let me have come up for two. No, that's not... You that's see? It, that's not... That shortens the game, gets it through. Maybe we don't want to get it shortened. <laughs> well, anyway, we can do that, Paul, if we want. So that's a, a king. It's the same for that's everybody. Yeah, well, it, as it is, that's what I'm saying, as long as we know that. Sorry, Paul. Hang on. What's it's not aces. Oh, it isn't, is it? Start again. <laughs> Take that back again. Not concentrating. No. No, criticise other people and cheat yourself. No, no, I wasn't cheating. Oh, yes, you were. No, I, I saw wasn't, it, didn't I report. wasn't cheating. Deliberate cheating. <coughs> it was a mistake. No, you never acknowledged it as a mistake. I have just acknowledged it as a mistake. No. Hello, Cromity speaking. How can I help? Hi, Cromity, it's me, Paul. How are you? Just calling from my parents' house. Oh, hi, Paul, how are you? Oh, it's good to hear from you. Are you having a nice trip? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I suppose I'm about halfway through it now. Um, it's Monday, Monday the 25th of April. Oh, I know, Paul. Yes, I, I do know the date. Uh, I'm, I'm just telling the listeners. Oh, I see, yes. Oh, OK. Hi, listeners. I'm sure they said hello then. I'm sure they did, Paul. So what have you been up to? Uh, I've been recording. I saw Nick. Uh, I spoke to, yeah, I spoke to, to Troby and uh, I spoke to uh, I, I, I spoke to Toppy and, uh, and, and I spoke to Callum, but I forgot to record with him. Oh, dear, Paul, what was wrong with you? Oh, the internet was playing up, so, you know. I decided it wasn't a good idea to record and then suddenly thought, oh, what about the diary episode? So uh, I played the listeners a quiz instead. Oh, well, that's good. A natural break. What else is happening this episode? What, coming up? I don't know. I don't know. It's the trouble with these diary episodes. It depends on whether exciting things happen or, or whether they don't. There might be some card game playing. Oh, playing cards with your mother and father. That's right, yeah. Oh, well, that's always a dramatic occurrence. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, I've got some more recording coming up. Well, that's if the internet plays plays ball. Have you been having problems with it again, Paul? Uh, well, to a certain extent. And yet when I've been loading up episodes to release, they've just loaded up like a dream and no problem at all. I don't know if it's a certain time of the day. Like whether the afternoon's worse than the morning or something. Uh, yeah. But I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, anything going on your end? No, it's pretty quiet, Paul. It's like you said, empty nest syndrome. They've all gone, haven't they? Well, Toby's still there. Oh, I know, but I, I barely see him. I hear from Dealey. Yet Uncle John spends most of his time in the magpie hut. Ick is over at the spaceship with Ark. Um... Obviously, Martin's with Tallulah and uh, August is with uh, Bettina. So, it, uh, yes, it's, it's quite quiet. I fell asleep at my desk yesterday afternoon and the next thing I knew it was 
10 o'clock at night and I had to decide whether I was going to have dinner or whether I was going to go straight to bed. Uh, uh, what did you decide? I decided to have dinner, but uh, I, well, <laughs> uh, and then I stayed up till 3 o'clock in the morning. It, it wasn't the best plan, but there we go. I hope the smell of your cooking didn't wake Toby up. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I, uh, <coughs> I have a microwave in the laboratory. I did it down here. There were no smells that reached him. Yeah. Well, apparently he doesn't smell like he used to. No, no, I think he smells quite good these days. No, no, I mean, since we had the maybe COVID back in the autumn, he says he doesn't smell, he doesn't have the same sense of smell he used to. You know, when I used to make toast, he would suddenly get very upset. Oh, yes, yes, the smell of toast after seven o'clock in the evening. Yes, yes, that would, uh, that would, that would, that would make him very furious. Oh, yes, well, well apparently I can do it now because he can't smell it. Oh, well, well, that's fine. Good. I'm glad. Um, uh, well, let, let, um, um, let Yeti Uncle John know that, uh, I asked after him. I might, I might call him later in the week if I have a quiet afternoon. Oh, yes, Paul, I'll let him know. Uh, and you'll be back. I'll be back Friday or Saturday or, or Sunday. I, I'm really not quite sure yet. Oh, never mind. I'll let you know. Oh, good, Paul, well... It'll be good to see you. It'll be good to see you too, Cromarty. Um Anyway, I suppose, I suppose I should let you go. Yes, Paul. I'm sure you've got episodes to be editing. Yes, yes. I'm actually going to edit an episode that I only recorded uh, just the other day. Uh, uh, anyway, right. I'll speak to you later, Cromarty. Right, Paul. Thanks for checking in. No probs. All right. Bye for now. Bye bye. Goodbye, Paul. Goodbye. 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 So, um, listeners, uh, I've got I've got Warren here uh, today. Hello, 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 hello. hello. Yeah, we're, we're just doing a little diary um, entry for for, for my uh, uh, my visit down in Salisbury. I've been bumping into people and, and uh, talking and recording. And, and listeners, we're, Warren and I are about to record an episode, which is well, we're going to be talking about TV, but in a slightly different way to um, you know how we've done it before. So, a little story as well as a little a, a TV chat. So. Uh, um, but how, how you, I'm dressed appropriately. I'm dressed appropriately. I think I think I think I'll be fine. I don't think anyone's going to be too surprised. Um, but uh, how how are you doing? I'm I'm fair to middling actually. I'm like uh, the Pillsbury Doughboy. See, I don't remember the Pillsbury Doughboy. Sorry, I, I don't know why I <laughs> use that reference. But do you remember the Pillsbury Doughboy? Was he a little animated? Did he look a bit like the Texaco Man, but but with a chef's hat? And no um, petrol, yeah. No petrol. Yeah. <laughs> and you used to poke him in the tummy and you used to giggle. That's that's yeah, how that I feel. Like, that sounds like me. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel today. I feel oh. like you could poke me in the tummy and I could giggle. Well, that's better than better than better than better than bleh, better giggling than not giggling, I expect. That's clearly easy for you to say. <laughs> uh, <not. laughs> um, but uh, I've I've uh, I've been uh, playing. I'm playing Fortnite with Mr. Trowbridge earlier. Ah, you've yeah. been playing two weeks. Yes, yes, we, we had a win. We had a win. Well, when I say we had a win, I was dead <laughs> by the time that uh, that I was. I was. I, I was well and truly gone. But uh, he he won anyway, so I got to take the glory too. 
But the, the the thing with that is he does that a lot. He likes to sacrifice people a lot so he can go on and win. I, I I've been there. I've had the I've had the counselling. It, <laughs> it's not an easy journey. I think I think he did save me at least once though, so I shouldn't grumble too much. But uh, uh, you see, uh, he likes you because you're younger than me. He usually throws me under the bus metaphorically <laughs> and physically. Yes, and it, yeah. <laughs> I did get to. I did get to have the uh, um, the big battle bus and drive around. Oh, that's uh, brilliant. Love the bus. Yeah. Um, the listeners, the battle bus, you can just drive into buildings and knock them down. And it, it's very therapeutic. Um, but, uh, it's quite Do nice. You like the re- I quite like the reversing paper uh, on the bus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it's quite nice being able to drive and drive, mot- uh, and drive like... Um, uh, boats and things because you know obviously i don't drive so uh, you know i feel like i can say i've driven now but, uh, you see you can go to legoland and get your driver's license yeah yeah um yeah i think i, I got i think there was one game where i got two battle buses not at the same time but i picked up one one side of the island <laughs> and then straddled them were you you straddled yeah, think, your battle buses i think i was so uh, sort of uh, in, in a destructive mindset of, of crashing into buildings that the second time, obviously, you're further in the game and things are moving quicker. And and, and suddenly, I realised I'm knocking down buildings, but I'm stuck in the storm, and I kind of I stuck stuck in the, some sort of ravine where I can't. It's not that easy to get out. And and uh, uh, yeah, I, it wasn't paying attention. So, uh, dear listener, I have to say, this pyromaniac that you're <laughs> listening to speaking at the moment has a penchant for detonating anything that moves, haven't you? Yeah, anything that explodes. Yeah. When I get a bit bored, I'm kind of like, ah, oh, we need to need to have an explosion now. need to yeah. spruce it up a bit. Yeah, especially there's those ones with, that you've got now where you can go and drop three little bombs and then move away and then go press the button and see, oh, look, boom. Uh, you quite like a big bang, don't you, Paul? I do, I do. Especially, uh, 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 my favourite, listeners, there's this petrol station with about, oh, I don't know, because most petrol stations have four pumps, some of them have eight, but then there's one that has probably about 16 at least. And, and, and the thing is, when one goes, it triggers all the others, and it's, it's, it's really quite wonderful. You <laughs> see him there landing, lighting his tiny wick, and off he goes with a big bang. That tiny. Um, they're going to they're going to use this episode. The police were like, when when I'm suspected of putting fun, they're going to look. He's, he's admitting to it, basically. The this city is, of Salisbury is burning to the ground. <laughs> Who could it possibly be? This is, this is virtual fires, but I'm, I'm not taking it into the real into the real life. Did we see a shy yeti with a gallon of petrol and a, <laughs> a packet of Swan Vesters sneaking oh. down the dark alleys? Uh, yeah, that, well, that was uh, that's anyway. <laughs> we'll get into that. <laughs> that's but, another yeah, conversation. Another conversation. But uh, disappearing up, up the cul-de-sac. We, we were we were realizing that it's only about four or five weeks before, because um, uh, again, listeners, the uh, fortnight changes every about every three months, and just get used to everything, and then things change, and it's about five weeks until it changes again. So, um, I think. I think because they didn't do that much change between the previous season and this season because they totally reversed the island and you know had to redesign the whole island that perhaps um they they kind of didn't do that many changes this season and then um that, you know but I think this season's been slightly shorter than usual so they so expecting something impressive uh, in June but, uh, aren't we all 
<laughs> sun's out, the sun's out. We're expecting something impressive. <laughs> Meanwhile, come back along. Fortnite, yes. Get back in. Oh, uh, back into Fortnite, yes. I forgot about that, yes. <laughs> Boom, big bangs and all that sort of thing. It's turning to carry on. But, uh, anyway, listeners, we, we, we're going to have to. We've, we've got serious recording to do, so we, we can't be yeah. chatting with you all night. So uh, um, we, 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 we'll be gone. But it's been nice talking to you, Warren. And, uh, nice just talking to you, Martha. Martin? No. This is the wrong day. Which day is this? It's Paul. Well, it's a good thing. If I say, I'm talking to him tomorrow. So, you know. uh, Oh, heavens to Murgatroyd. Sit down. (laughs) Fan yourself. (laughs) (laughs) You all have have beards. It's really difficult to identify you. I was going to say, I'm the silly one, but Martin's pretty silly too. And he's he's, he's not on his own show, but he's always very silly when he uh, uh, comes on to other people's shows, (laughs) doesn't he? Yes. Start singing in things on mine, but does he? Uh, well, you know, we usually talk about music, so it's fair enough. But I have threatened to sort of uh, get him to sing the songs at the end rather than Nick, or, or for them to do a duet or something. But uh, oh, goodness sake, don't get Andrew to sing if you ever get him on the show. Uh, we'll, we'll just we'll just pretend we're not in. Like, oh, sorry, <laughs> no, no, the internet's down. Sorry, no. put the shutters up. He's going to sing. No, <laughs> I'm talking to you by pigeon. <laughs> That's not me. The it's only, not me. The, he's the only person I know who can curdle milk in the udder with his singing. <laughs> <laughs> dear, dear, they really, they really uh, shouldn't keep that cow in the living room, though. It's, uh, Absolutely not. No, it'll start eating their DVD collection. Oh, heavens, no. It'll it'll have food for life, I tell you. (laughs) Well, um, we we ought to to start talking about our fictional um, Mm. fiction. So we'll go off and do that, listeners. And uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be speaking to Warren in a second, and I'll be speaking to you, listeners, after this bit of music that's coming up now. Okay. Uncle John, who's that? Yes, Uncle John, it's me, Paul. Oh, Paul. What are you doing? I'm calling you. I'm just checking in to see how you are. Oh, oh well, that's nice. I'm doing all right. Yeah. Are you checking up on me? Yes, Uncle John, I'm not checking up on you. I'm really not. I'm just checking... Well, I'm just saying how you are. I've been away for a week. Had you even noticed? Oh, I had noticed... Yes, but I've been busy. I've, I've got things I'm doing. Yes, I know you're a very busy man. Um, but you can't tell the listeners... No, I can't tell the listeners what you've been up to. Listeners, um, the trouble is, you record in advance. 
these diary episodes get released very much, you know, soon after the event. Whereas we've been recording stuff, uh, which, well, it's a little, you know, you're a little bit behind as far as real life is concerned. <laughs> dear, oh dear. Yes, that sounds confusing. <sighs> what I'm trying to say is what you were trying to tell me, Mitty Uncle John, is, is that you have a slight lifestyle change that, that has occurred, but, but the listeners haven't caught up with that, so we don't want to speak about it yet. Yes, lifestyle change. It's not quite that, is it? Well, no, but you, you, have, got, you have got employment. I have got employment, yes. How, how is that employment going? Uh, it's, uh, yes, fine, yes. Uh, so I've got a lot of things on my plate, listeners, as ever. Yes, yes. What day is it, Paul? That's Wednesday, 27th of April, 2022. Oh, that's who I, I thought it was. Just wanted to make sure. I lose track of things sometimes. Yes, it's how busy I am. Yes, I can imagine. What have you been up to? Um, I've been, I've seen Nick, I've seen... Um, I, I've seen Mum and Dad. I've seen. Well, I've talked to quite a lot of people online. Um, Troby and Warren, and uh, I did talk to Callum, but I forgot to talk to him. If you forgot to talk to him, well, I've got to record talking to him. And I'm about to record, I think, with Martin for his podcast. That's coming up later today. And then when are you coming back? Coming back soon, around the weekend. I haven't decided the exact day yet. Depends. It depends. Oh, well, well, that's fascinating. Uh, so, uh, uh, anything else? Uh, well, actually, yes. I wanted you to announce something. You wanted me to announce something? Yes, we've got a second part clip coming up. You know, just to keep things interesting. Just to keep things interesting. Yeah, well, uh, I guess so. Okay, yes. Enough of your shadiness. Just introduce the Sutton Park clip, please. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Uh, listeners, we have a Sutton Park clip coming up next from the 1990s, probably. Uh, I think you'll find it fascinating. Thanks, Shady Uncle John. Is that all? Is that what you wanted? That's all I wanted. I'll see you in a day or two. Thank you very much. All right. Enjoy the clip, listeners. Yes, enjoy the clip, listeners, and then I'll be back afterwards. Yes, and I won't, because, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, not my show. Oh dear, oh dear. Did you get out of the wrong side of the bed this morning? Uh, actually, yes, yes. I need to squash one of the magpies at the same time. But uh, you're not living in the magpie hut. Oh, I've been, because the weather's getting warmer. Uh, I like it. I, I like it outdoors, sort of outdoors. Magpies aren't so keen, but there we go. Oh dear, oh dear. Let's just play the clip. Yeah, let's just do that.
May a curse be upon you back home. When I am reborn, I shall deal with you. May a curse be upon you. Right, now, back to business. Paul Chandra is down there, busying himself with food, probably. And uh, Basil's upstairs. Ah, so all I have to do is just sneak past Basil, get into his room and find the thing. Brilliant. You want custard on your custard, Harry? We hide it. Psst! Me, the writer. Oh, you? What? What are you looking for? Nothing, nothing, nothing in particular. The axe handle? Yes! Oh, that's okay, I'll let you get on with it then. That's not an axe handle. No. That's not an axe, ooh. No, no, not that for the last time. No. You have to be careful, look. There's lots of sleeping puppets down there. They're probably loo filthy loot red because they're not. Mm. Can you see it? You warmer, warmer. Ah! No, no, oh. that's a claw. Yeah. It's next to it. There. Oh, yes, the handle. Oh shit! Perfect. Here comes Basil. Oh, I'm going out of here, bugger. Busying myself around Paul Chandler's room, just checking so, out. So, um, what are you looking for this time? Mm, nothing in particular. I haven't lost anything, not since you... my virginity. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You don't have a handle on anything then? Oh, only the umbrella. Hmm. Mm. I wonder. Anyhow, I'll uh, just be uh, off then, shall I? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm. Yes. Make it pass, please. Wait till he asks the questions. All right. Should I be asked, asked the questions? Chandler really must do something about his washing. Mm. What a disgusting man. His personal habits leave something to be desired. It's not even his own. Anyway. Don't, don't tell me that Harry's... You never know. I mean, especially after what's happened in the books. Not that I associate myself. Psst. Psst. Me the narrator. Oh, hello. <coughs> Yes. What's going about, Lisa? Are you going to... Um, what? No, no, no. Uh, sorry. Where did you hear about that? Bastard, you've been in the script again. Uh, yes. Um, oh, yes. Have you, yes. Some, have you something to tell me? Uh, and Dakov had to leave quickly. And Dakov had to leave quickly. Now, I don't have uh, Lisa uh, kidnapped, and I don't have any... Quicker than that. Which I intend to Quicker than that. No. no. Quicker than no. that. No. And Dakov had to leave. wouldn't you have And Dakov had to leave quickly. Get out of here. <laughs> Without a... Quicker than that. I'll go through the window. Okay, well Bye. Bye. It's Clive. It's Clive. 
do somewhere different. Do someone else is going to talk to you. Oh, what you said. Hmm, yeah. Oi, oh, Clive. Oh, it's me, Versus. You remember me, don't you? It's 12.31am. You go back a long way. What? Why have you been, uh, saying what you've been saying, eh? I mean, you weren't really recording Ghost all day, were you? Um, well, we've got proof. We've got proof that he was, that he was at the library with me. We've got proof that you were seen by yourself. Come on, you gotta admit it. You weren't with him. You'll just get yourself into trouble. It might even make you mean that they'll uh, unprogram you, take out your batteries and stuff. It's 12.32am. Well, no, if you tell the truth, if you tell the truth, you won't get into trouble. You got to, you're gonna tell what really happened. It's 12.33am. The truth? Yes. <coughs> Who's this? Who is this? Speak to me. Is this Croker 69? Back off. Back off, what are you doing? What are you doing? You... You've got... you. I know you've gotten... You... You did what? You were here in my room. You took what? Lisa? Back... Back, back off, no. Don't ring up, don't... That was Beckhoff. I don't quite know what was saying. He was saying he, he just left the house. Something about finding the axe. The axe that. Oh god, no. Is it about Lisa? What's he going to do? I've got a warm battle. If he's going to do something against Lisa, then he'll want to know. Basil? Basil! Oh, how did it all begin? It's 12.36am. You were alone, weren't you? You are, you, you've got a headache. Oh, look, I'll get you a pill. You're going to tell us the truth, right? You got a pill for uh, Clive, he's, uh, he's feeling ill. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Yeah. No. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh, it's Clive. Listen, Clive, you've got to tell the... Clive? 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 Where are you going? Where's he going? Clive! Clive? Basil? Basil? Uh, what? Hold on. What are you doing in my room? Where's Harry? I've been watching television. He's around. There's drink on this. You've not been feeding him with drink. Just a little. Whole bottle of water. Oh. Bottles. Bottles, my friend. Bottles. Everywhere. All over my room. You've been drinking. Just a little. Well, I've just had a phone call from Bakov. Something saying about Lisa. Your precious Lisa. She's in trouble. The swine. He's going to do something to her. I don't know what he's going to do. She's in, she's in terrible danger. I'll do something to him. We'll be off. Well, be off then. Well, I can't come. Come on. No. Why not? No, I've got other things to do. The game is afoot. No, not now. Listen, where is Harry? What are you done with him? Lisa's your problem. I don't She's know. your he daughter. Was a while ago. Lisa, it's your You problem. mean you're turning down an adventure? I'm not turning it down, but not at this time of night. 
Oh, Pishantosh, come on. No, where is Harry? Harry? Harry, are you alright? What's he been doing to you? Been working on your problem. I've been molested severely, but it was consensual. Yeah, and I enjoyed it. You've just I've saved you from this person, and now you're having, spending, having a drink with him. Yeah, I know, but you know... I don't understand you at all, Harry. But he, he bought a longer chain. Listen, this is quite out of order. Lisa is your you problem. Agree? You deal with her. Just deal with her yourself. You're trying to suggest that your friendship means nothing now? I'm trying to suggest that Lisa is your problem. We've been looking after her for years, and now she's your problem. Backoff is your problem. I'll tell you, Backoff is your problem. Yeah, well, I washed my hands of both of you. He's your adversary. I washed my hands of all of you. Yeah, best to wash your hands. Both of you. Yeah, absolutely. Tell me, sir. It's impossible. Sinclair, Sinclair, they'll be looking for you outside. I open the window and I slip down and I slip back at it in. Yeah, out there in the garden, even as I look. Listen, Clive, I don't care what they make you say, you don't tell them. What? Remember, you promised. You promised to stand by me. All that stuff they were saying about having evidence. It's bollocks, mate. What? You know. You know who. You know who to trust. It's me. I'm doing this for a reason. You've got to stick by me. We're all that shit creek. Do you understand? Clive? Clive? Oh dear. Got a little bit quiet, have we? Well. No, he won't be able to say anything. <sighs> Must have damaged him as I brought him through the window. Still, if he can't speak, he can't do any damage. Oh, you may as well stay there, mate. It was for us. <laughs> what? He was taking his clothes off? Was, you found that funny? No, what came later was hilarious. Yeah, well that was later. That was later. This is now. Well, I thought you were going off to save Lisa. I am. I want to watch this first. Oh, well, I'm as concerned as you can be. She can look after herself. Back off. With... Oh. I wouldn't use your time. I'd just like to say that you're the most likely candidate. Indeed. You hold those shares. Yes. Absolutely, you think. What? I... No, I didn't. Don't we... <sighs> Nothing to do with me. Let's watch the... Let's watch, let's watch the bit where he's tied up. I regret letting him out now. Very well, we shall... Um, Hugh Hefner has mm. been found shares in this, has he? Mmm. Yes. <laughs> 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 I turn. 
Mine just have tumbleweed throwing, blowing through them. I have, I have the, the clearest. I have beautifully pristine diaries for year after year after year with nothing in them whatsoever. I, I, I use them as sketchbooks now. <laughs> with, uh, they get lines and numbers on the pictures, but it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I did used to buy diaries and often never touch them, but but I, I have found this one from 1990 where there's a oh. bit more going on. But I'm, you know, I'm visiting my parents and I'm not really, not really doing that much other than podcasting and recording so I've been talking to a lot of people and I've mm -hmm. seen Nick and uh, uh, and you and I have just been recording an episode ah. that we can't discuss but, uh, but for, visual, for visual and sound but, yeah. um, oh that old and, thing uh, yes yes no, sorry, no one will have heard of that Paul don't worry about it <laughs> no, no cats no bags oh but uh, yeah, you went. You were you were walking. You were out walking this morning, were you? I was. I was indeed. I uh, yes. We uh, my mate Sandy, who, who records with me as well. Um, we uh, we we try since I've been uh, since I've been on life scrap ape. Always I've been on the on the old scrap ape of life. I, yeah, we've been sort of doing a two thirds of uh, the last of the summer wine. We're kind of the last of the uh, the carafe of wine, I suppose. Really, it's not quite not quite the full bottle. But the two of us, uh, he, he has made a point since I've been at a loose end quite often of of making sure I get out of the house. Uh, mostly once a week. Obviously, we do miss the odd week, but. Uh, he uh, he's been dragging me out to uh, no, I say the flesh pots of Stockport. No, that's not strictly <laughs> true. Uh, to to various uh, uh, walks on onto various walks. And uh, yes, today we we did a local one from my house, uh, which uh, took us through up, up uh, Lantern Pike, which is uh, the hill which is at the back of my house. Which theoretically, when I moved here, it was thirty five minutes from my back door to the top. Although. As we discovered today, uh, we're both getting on a bit now because it's 20 years since I actually tried that walk. Uh, it's yeah. now 45 minutes <laughs> and a lot of gasping and pausing for breath. But uh, and then uh, because it's so long since I, I did it, I, I came down the wrong path on the other side. We uh, ran into two lovely old ladies who were lost and we gave them some directions, which is really ridiculous because <laughs> we were lost at the time as well. But uh, so I, but we sort of thought, well, we'll never see them again. <laughs> you know, and, and if we had run into them again, we sort of had this horrible vision of these two old ladies coming. They're the ones, they're the ones who sent us on that long. Uh, so we ended up. Uh, and then we end up because uh, the whole purpose of these walks as ever is well <laughs> to go to a cafe uh, so we did uh, <laughs> we ended up in a cafe I uh, had a very nice uh, sandwich cup of coffee a piece of cake and uh, and I was back just in time to record with the good self so yes so that was yeah. that was my uh, that was my morning today I, I remember when I did my big walk with a friend of mine um, down office uh, office dike with I, um, with, with the only time I ever camped and actually sort of had the equipment and, and uh, uh, camping, uh, Ooh, tenting, I, just, Ooh, the I horror. remember my friend saying, "Well, you don't really want to, you, know, you need to travel light," and he wasn't. He was trying to encourage me not to take my video camera. This was in the early days of Sutton Park. Well, they, well the, the batteries well, not, were the size of two enormous carry bags, weren't they? In those days, well, it wasn't too bad, but it wasn't really. You know, I, I, I was just sort of within the sort of era where, the, where they were quite uh, mobile. The you know, <laughs> cameras, they weren't the big ones, but. But I was kind of like, you know, it would have been a shame not to have, have done all that and not taken it. And and now I, I've, at least I've still, 
I've still got it uh, 30 years later. <laughs> and, oh, uh, memories are made of this on videotape, although you are getting them all converted. So, so that, well, it, yeah, it, that's a kind of it, like it, the, your, a diary of your life, isn't it? Uh, sort of part, to my fictional story. life. <laughs> yeah. well, I, don't I, know. I don't know. I, I think the, the two have started to merge. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it happened that when I was doing... Around the time I, I was doing, we were doing this walk, was we? It sort of fell on when we were doing episode um, 100. Ah. So episode 100 ended up being a movie-length episode recorded on on the walk, and we always used. To, it, it, as time went on, we were finding different ways each night to be able to sort of charge charge the camera so that we had batteries for the next day. But uh, um, yeah, I'm certainly glad I did take it with me. It's charming to have those memories, though, isn't it? I think that's the thing. I mean, it's funny, I, uh, because obviously I have none of that in my life at that time at all. I didn't know anybody who, who could afford a video camera, quite frankly. But I didn't I didn't have that sort of circle of uh, acquaintances. Uh, they were all doing terribly tedious things like having children. Um, so it was kind of... It's kind of weird now because there's this... I find out about all this stuff that you all had going on. And, of course, now... And you still have access to it. And you... you Part of me would would love to be able to sort of access segments of my life like that. It's just, uh, it's kind of a shame to a certain extent. We 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 don't do more. I know nowadays everybody's got a camera phone in their pocket and they're doing it all the time. But this, you know, for those those people who who lived for thirty odd years before any of that was available, it's now a bit. Oh, we wish we'd had these when we were that age. You know, we need time travel so we can go back and record ourselves. You know. Yeah, I kind of wish that. Yeah, well, I did, I did, I did use my video camera pretty much solidly for ten years, from mm. the very early nineties to the very early noughties, mm. and, and then. And it finally ran out of film. Well, <laughs> they couldn't have made me more, because um, of course that's the thing. I each tape I bought, I used once, and that was it. Mm. I didn't go. I didn't reuse the the. No. the I, I I I literally have hundreds of camcorder tapes. Um, because they were they were one one use only sort of thing. I was going to say I, I kind of wish that um, I continued more into the noughties because actually the noughties were, was a more sociable decade it, almost. It, it, it only got really interesting. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> There's a lot um, more flesh in the, in the noughties. <laughs> in the noughties, oh um, yes, you'd, but, be, uh, you'd be making a fortune <laughs> on YouTube now. <laughs> uh, but, uh, and I did more writing in that in that decade but there's there's less there are still because I suppose we did enter the sort of digital photography era uh, so I, there was quite a lot of photos do you find your writing I know you because I know you did poetry but I know you also wrote scripts and stuff but I, I mean was was Sutton Park scripted a lot or did you just write scenarios for that and hope for the best I, 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 I didn't I often didn't do I, I don't think I don't think there was anything that was scripted for some right. I might be wrong, there might be... Well, I just know you've had script but... books out, haven't you? So I just I just assumed there was a certain amount of uh, scripting that you were you were doing there. Yeah, I've done script books, but they weren't really second part related. Right. Other, seri- other series I've other done series. since. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, you could still construct a script book. Mm. Um, if you had the time, you could go and pick some episodes and turn it into a script. Mm. But uh, have, you know, having come from an ad-lib source mm. originally and price source mm. but um, you mean you haven't yeah, got, w- there aren't teams of scribes now transcribing all of the old episodes and, and <laughs> yeah you see yeah. It, what interests me actually is I wonder how much the fantasy life 
or the the the, the artificial life crossed over with the real did you find that things that happened in the artificial life started happening in the real life see i i was editing i've been editing your book <laughs> Mm, yeah. uh, which uh, I know is is probably not necessarily something, but uh, and I suddenly noticed certain things that I'm sure you've talked about <laughs> cropping um, up in, in the dialogue, and I'm thinking, hold on a minute. <laughs> it's quite it's quite possible that I might have um, sort of put little in jokes. Yeah, it's or, just or, it's uh, just really weird because I'm thinking I'm sure I've had this conversation with him, and it's in this and this <laughs> and this was written this was definitely written before 2020. So. Well, well, also, um, because the book that we're talking about, Nick and I have talked about this on the show mm. as it was coming together mm. at, at different stages, but it, the idea was going back to some of the stuff we'd done in the 90s where we wrote alternate chapters. Mm. And um, we, this is what the, the book that you're, you're looking mm. at is, mm. uh, it, it, is. It was done like that. Unfortunately, yes. it kind of got... It took, it took longer than perhaps we intended, mm. uh, and it got to the stage where I think... I, I felt like I was doing the bridging episodes, or, or I was doing character episodes, mm. and the st- but the actual storyline was coming more from Nick's ideas. Mm. It got to the point where I, I, we, we were near, we were near the end, and I was kind of like, I really don't. I feel like Nick has an idea for how this ends, right? And, and, and I don't know how I'd end this. And, and although Nick said, well, actually, no, I kind of didn't, but for sure. But I still felt he was more in control, so I let him do two episodes in a row mm. to finish it off mm. um, but but I did an episode that was set in a at a, at a hospital radio station mm. um, and I think I probably mentioned podcasting quite a lot mm. um, so I was bringing in things that I well, yeah, I mean, it's what, it's what writers do, isn't it? To say, so I was just in, I was just intrigued because when you said about uh, diaries and stuff, I did, I did wonder how much of this was was literally plucked from the headlines of your life, or whether whether some of these things that you were writing about then came to pass yeah. later, and then you're very prescient, you know, as a whoa mystic Paul. Whoa. But it certainly, ha- it certainly happened in the day. Well, sort of. Um, Nick was always very keen on bringing real life into Sutton Park. Right. So he proposed to not not the lady he, he not Ali who he married, but mm. another girlfriend he had who he was engaged to in the, the early nineties. Right. <laughs> he 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 he, he um, proposed to her during an episode of Sutton Park. Ah. Um, uh, and uh, last of the um, old romantics. <laughs> so so, uh, so 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 yes. So there, there were points where. You know, real, real life. We went from fantasy to it being very real, ah. real life. Um, but uh, and I, I, we'd go to a Doctor Who convention, say, and have I'd record bits of the guests on stage. But then I'd have some plot line going on in the background that uh, um, only 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 us lot knew. Well, about. I'm sorry, um, but why, why is that not turned up on the Blu-ray collection? Then? <laughs> well, I've. Uh, I, I, I'm sure, sure um, it will eventually. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to have to double dip again, am I? <laughs> oh, it's those. I know it's those 4K. Ed- I'm dreading the 4K editions. But I've been working on the, the episode I'm, I'm editing at the moment is an episode I recorded with um, Toppy and Nick. At the, uh-huh. uh, I was recording it at the early at the other end of this episode that, that is 
what we're recording for now. So um, it's, it's all. It's all <laughs> I tell you, I can, I can tell sometimes that these projects they get they really I get I get very focused on these projects uh, when I'm I'm working on them. So, uh, so I have been editing uh, this for last uh, a couple of days now. Just. Yeah, just as as an exercise for me, like I say, it may it may not be the finished product by any stretch, but it is it's a useful exercise for me to do and to have a large body of text that I didn't work on to to work through, and I'm finding that very interesting. But the thing was, I remember I I woke up very early this morning, and I knew that Nick's name began with N, but I could not. For the life of me, at two o'clock this morning, remember what his name was. I was thinking, is it a Neil? No, it's not Neil. I know, but I know it begins with N. And I could not get to the name Nick. It's very, very weird how that happens sometimes. So it does, but it, but that's what I'm saying. It just inveigles my brain. So at two o'clock in the morning, I'm thinking about this edit, you know, and uh, and yet obviously I can't even remember the names of the two people who wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just so frustrating because. Used to, but I'm not, it's, it's just it's just learning the new. They've changed everything so much that it's just like I, I think I've got a bit of a block. I'm a bit blind to it because because it's so it's so different and it all seems so much more complicated than it used to be. And to get a book on 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 Lulu and and uh, and I know I'm not the only person who's had problems. No, no, because because no. because well, one of Nick one of Nick's friends publishes some some of Nick's mm. writing under his. He's got an he's got an imprint that he, ah. he uses. He uses what well, he uses. Has he, got, has he got a nom de plume? Has he got a nom de plume? Well, it's, it's Alan Hayes, and he does, he's done books about Avengers, and, oh, and but he's done some of Nick's books, yeah. and he's put them out through Lulu, but with, with his um, his own sort of publishing yeah. name attached, and uh, and he's got to the point where he's like, like uh, I'm just stumped. I used to, I was releasing books quite regularly, and now I. And just what have they done, sort of thing. So, whereas I suppose it's kind of at least you're coming to it, and that's the first, the only way you've ever known it. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I, 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 but it, it's interesting because because obviously I'm a bit out of the loop now with my <clears throat> design career, so it's I, I just quite like manipulating type. I quite like doing that. I quite like laying out pages. It's one of those things that I've come to, but I really realise that how much I enjoy. It's it's silly things. I tell you what, it's is interesting. Anyway, it, it's probably not interesting at all. So bear with me. But you know, uh, if you type in Word, if if you use Word as your uh, basic typing thing, and you and you're typing away, and you use apostrophes, they they're proper curly apostrophes. But if you type on other writing platforms, the apostrophe is sometimes a vertical dash kind of thing. And sometimes because something's been written by two people over a number of time in various parts of their life, maybe, you know, they might have written a bit on their phone while they had a lunch break or or whatever. Uh, sometimes you're going through this thing and, and the apostrophes change. And that's one of the things that helps helps you to um, to know you've checked it. It's, it's going through looking for the the wrong apostrophes and i know it's weird but i really f somehow find it satisfying to go through a massive block of text picking out the apostrophe 
So that's been that's been fun. It's it's really it's really weird because on on some level, I mean, I I have to do a, a minor plug for something that nobody wants. I've I did a a book recently of, of my own uh, uh, essays of well my own writings I did for around the archives, and that was a very large wadge of text, and I'm hoping that it that when people the people who have decided they want it to actually see it they're not massively disappointed by it but the um but that was interesting to go through and edit that but to actually edit something that you haven't written yourself is also quite an interesting process now and i feel that as and when and if <laughs> i end up you know this may be one of those things that i end up trying to turn into some kind of income strand at some point you know uh as and when i start you have to be able to have done it so it's actually a useful thing to have to to actually take that and say oh i can do that is a lot easier when you can actually do it if you see what i'm saying if you i mean you can you can say you can do it and then someone someone sends you a file and you sit there and go what the <laughs> you know? whereas whereas if if it's, if you've actually said yeah i've done that one i know i i, I am actually capable of it that means a lot you know I know that uh, I'm also a little bit bloody-minded in that but when I decided to do script books, mm. but I mean them to be read rather than performed, mm. I, I also thought, well, I'm not going to do them like you'd see a script mm. if you if you were performing, because a lot of... Oh, you'll hate everything I've done then. You'll hate absolutely everything I've done. That's fine. I don't mind that, because I'm doing it as an <laughs> exercise for me, but... Uh, yeah. Well, no, it's fine. but that's the reason I didn't do it. Do it was because I thought a lot of the white space you get on, in scripts mm. is because people are writing marks in the in the. Yeah. yeah. But I, 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 I um, yeah, I guess I, it's like people with doing my poetry books and mm. having them full of photos and and not a bit of white space and and people then they're meeting other poets who are kind of like, oh, what, what's this thing? What's this? 300 page poetry book uh, with lots of photos and we don't understand do we can I compute uh, this is not what I can... oh yes the, uh, the poetry pamphlet no more than 60 pages no and I'm, and I'm like no I don't want to do that because I wouldn't buy a book I want to do a book that. damn it I want to do a book proper book I want to buy a book with photos I, I, want, I, want, I want to throw it down on the desk and have the desk wobble I want it half of the book <laughs> half of the book is almost a diary of the writing of the book you've got in your well, hands plus a fact file for each poem as to where I was when I voted, how long it took, what dates were, because um, if I don't write it down, then it'll—I won't remember if someone ever asked me. But uh, I think uh, the interesting thing for me has been uh, the discovery that that word, specifically word, is a an absolute beast for page breaks, and you know, it, 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 if unless. If you if you want like me, I am someone. I like my paragraphs to have a space after them, and Word really doesn't like that. <laughs> yeah, I think you you kind of over the over the years. I wrote my Master Commons novels. I just I think I came up with the style I liked, but it wasn't necessarily the yeah. way that it would have been done if it had been done professionally. But indeed, uh, but you can get very sort of. Um, you know, and things like having just one word that drops over into the next mm. line. I would actually rewrite a paragraph just to get rid of that. The get rid of that, yeah. um, which I think this is actually kind of ridiculous that you're actually changing no, the, I absolutely the paragraph understand. because it looks nicer on the page yeah. than if it, if if it was. Um, but uh, typography is yeah. is a, is an interesting skill because it's very much one of those uh, skills that people don't really see. 
to you know to a lot of people a, a, a page is a page is a page and they don't really understand that there's there's a lot more to making it look it, it look like it's a proper thing almost and that can be it's quite difficult to explain to people some i mean there's a lot of i've been getting quite frustrated recently there's a lot of uh, adverts running at the moment for computers which basically imply that design is just you know anybody can do it uh, and i like to think that design for me design has is a skill set and it actually is a way of being able to do things that where they feel right and wrong and everything like that and i know that is there are no rights there are no wrongs but to a certain extent i feel that designers are skilled people and the world at the moment seems to be thinking they aren't and that is difficult for me because fundamentally i'm a designer <laughs> well it's like um the free the free software that used to come on like windows computers to, to edit your videos together mm. they've obviously decided and, and when i was doing my poetry videos mm. it was the perfect level of of it wasn't too difficult it was all quite simple but it had a nice result yeah. to the to the point where the, my boss at the time they were doing a video for the college yeah and and somebody went off and took six months to do it and it still didn't look good no. and then she looked at one of my videos which i knocked up over a couple of evenings on windows movie maker and she was like well, this is what we want. It's the mm. sort of thing you're doing. I'm like, well, it's really easy. Mm. Um, but then, unfortunately, they went and they kept tweaking at it yeah. and they kept tweaking at it to the point it no longer exists. Yeah. And the last thing I looked at on my, when my most recent Windows computer came, it, it, it's almost like they, they've, they've really dumbed down to the point yeah. where they're kind of, oh, somebody might want to make a little slideshow of some photographs. You know, the idea that somebody might mm. want to put a little movie together uh, it's like, oh, I'm not even going to bother with that because the, our, our users are all idiots and they never do anything quite as complicated. Well, this is it. I mean, instinct uh, is is an important part of design. You know, you, you know when something looks right, and I think that can't really be taught. I think it's it is instinctive, but but I think there's an awful lot of this kind of sense that anybody can do anything, which is you know strictly true. But you know, you can you can write. But can you write well? I mean, I always talk about what I do and then there's real writers, you know, um, uh, because I have absolutely no self-confidence whatsoever from that point of view. But uh, I do think there's there's an awful lot of very average stuff. I mean, we are, weirdly, we are a very consumer-based uh, society when it comes to creative stuff. We like to consume it. We like the film to be made. We like the TV show to be made. We like the podcast to be made. But the people who actually go out and make it and make it and stick at it and work at it and work at it and work at it seem to actually, in many ways, they don't do any better than the ones who knock stuff. To, you know, you can you can make masterpiece and, you know, three people on Twitter will tell you it's quite nice. And then somebody will take a photograph of their dog. Sorry, they'll take a video of their dog farting and, you know, and you think this is the society we're in. But also, it's a very passive thing. I mean, lots of people play computer... I don't play computer games, but lots of people play computer games. But the people who are actually making those games are much fewer. There are, there are still teenagers in bedrooms or whatever who can you know create a rock song and be very successful with it but they're the rarity most of it is consuming the music not necessarily producing it and i think that's an interesting thing that we still need creators we still need creatives in the world uh but sometimes we seem to imply as a society that we don't need that because anybody can do it but then again you think to yourself well if anybody can do it why isn't 
why isn't there more of it? Because ultimately, we don't get Citizen Kane made every week by you know, child geniuses. We don't get that. It's implied that we all should be able to, but when it comes to the crunch, very few people go out and actually do it. I mean, yourself with uh, you know, you've you've spent thirty years doing your videos and your your podcasts and everything like that. But that is that is the exception it's not the rule there are lots of podcasts in the world there are lots of people making video casts and everything like that most of them are trying to make find an easy stepping stone to wealth and riches but the ones who are actually doing it for the passion of it for the love of it and genuinely producing a good product are much rarer god that was a rant sorry wasn't it <laughs> I, I, well, and also the, you know, the more famous the podcaster or, or if you're ah, a podcast well. by a famous person um, all they're doing is sitting down having a chat with one of their mates mm. and then the rest of it's being edited by or it's being sponsored yes. by this this company or and 16 different people are editing it or um, it's not the same as 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 like you know you have to do a vision on sound decide what you've got to do a show you need to, it needs to be an hour you've got to find a guest you've got to edit it all together and, and you've done everything um and, and, and the same with me or Toppy. Or, yeah, yeah, this or, is it. Or, I mean, the, the sort of microcasting and the kind of uh, podcasting sort of un underground, as it were, because I do think of us as the, the podcasting underground to a certain extent. We're not we're not ever going to get five million listeners. You know, we, we know that. But that isn't the reason for doing it. It's never been the reason for doing it. I mean, OK, it's nice if one of your shows, you know, makes a breakthrough and and does get sort of a bit more uh, noticeable or, or someone sort of does manage to make that leap but it's very very rare and and that's not the purpose behind doing it at all you know the pur the purpose behind certainly what bought i mean what brought me into this or podcasting generally was uh, andrew and lisa do asking me if i wanted to do uh, something for around the archives and all that came from that from my point of view came from that one simple request but uh, that the, the, those things are always going to be niche, but they're 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 done through they're done through love. They're not done through cynical marketing. You know, they're, they're done because that's what we like doing. But but then you know, even nearly six years down the line, like in, in April this mm. year, I suddenly had four times more downloads yeah. than, um, um, than, and I don't know why why that month what. Was was it something that I tweeted and someone got retweeted or, or appeared in some sort of podcasting uh, tweet that I never saw? Well, or, you can be pretty uh, sure I, I they're know. listening, so whoever they were can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, whoever it was. Precisely. The people who downloaded lots of episodes in, in April. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. And, but that's yeah. the thing. I mean, you know, the problem is it, it's a very uh, one-way system. You actually, I, I mean, you know, I do well I mean I know it's not a live radio show but I do a radio you like to you get so little feedback you don't know in the end a lot of the time yeah I mean I you know I talk to you you talk to me we talk to Warren you know, we talk to Andrew and Lisa we you know and and, and Dean all that all that we talk to each other but it's very difficult to work out in the great scheme of things whether what you're doing is actually something that people enjoy fundamentally you know but that's also when the shy part of the shyity emerges, because I was talking to um, to Toby the other day, and he was saying, "Oh, so and so might be a really good person to talk to, and, and mm. really fit well in on, on your show in a way that our formats don't. We mm. allow you to talk quite like, like that." And, and I'm kind of like, 
oh, but it's somebody I don't know. Mm. Or some, and, and I've still got... Because I've got enough people that I talk to. And I think when I started the podcast, I was a bit up for kind of... Well, I, I did talk to a lot of podcasters on 548 yeah. who I'd never spoken to before, but I guess I felt I knew them a bit from listening to their shows. But they were still st- sort of strangers, really, as far as yeah. me actually talking to them. Um, but then, I, then I, but then I got to the stage where I had so many people that I could record with who are either knowing you mm. in real life, or, or you get you, you know, maybe the first time I recorded with with you, I was a bit mm. nervous because I hadn't talked to you. But now it's like just uh, you know, I, yeah. we've never met, we've never met, no, person, but we've talked hundreds of times, and um, and, and now I wouldn't even think about yeah. being nervous. No, well, that's you, but, that's how it works, isn't it? But I mean, imposter syndrome yeah. is still, you know, I mean, I've. Okay, yes, I've had a couple of people who are slightly higher profile on on the radio show, but even then, uh, I st- I'm much more nervous about asking them back than because I feel that they they've got they're far too highfalutin and they've got much more important things to do than talk to little old me on my my tiny little radio show. But um, I, you know, that's the thing. Actually, you fall back on what what you know works because actually, the interesting thing about this and I, I genuinely am interested about this, is that you can simply talk to people and yet some people, you know, some people you're constantly looking at the clock to see whether you're even going to get to the to the time and others you look at it and go, God, where did that hour go? And it's amazing how different... Some people don't like to... You know, they'll, they'll talk your arm off if you're sitting with them in a in a cafe or something. But you stick a microphone in front of them, and it terrifies them. It's it's a very subtle art, I think. And there's also a few people who I think have got quite, who would have quite interesting things to say, and they're kind of like, oh no, I, I wouldn't have anything mm. to say, or or I don't like being recorded. And you think, and they just kind of knock you on the head, and you oh. think, not even not even once, not even give it a go, see if I you like it. I've got, I've had. The people that uh, I've approached who've just said, oh, I don't think I want to do that, or don't get back to you at all. It it's. It's very hard because, you know, I know that it's certainly my... I mean, I quite like the format I've got at the moment, but I do cycle through the same guests. And I, I, I like that. I, I feel that that keeps it fresh, but also, you know, it's it's a team. It's a team effort, and I, I quite like that. It's just that every so often you think, oh, gosh, you know, does the listener find that as interesting as I do? <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm lucky that I... I get to like my my show Toppy show. I don't think there are that many shows. They dovetail like well, don't they? That's quite, the thing. They dovetail well. Though. Yeah, they go well yeah. well together. But um, and, and it's kind of really good that we 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 met and and, and, and can now cro- cross over and and because we speak similar lan- language, although we both do things differently. Um, um, uh, even though our shows have, have similarities, they well, have differences. I mean, I think it's interesting because ultimately uh, you started doing your show because of what you heard other people do. Uh, people you know started doing their shows because of what you do. And, uh, I mean, all of what I do, I mean, literally, I, I, I think about this quite often, all of my uh, artwork that I've done in the last few years specifically is, is mostly triggered by uh, acquaintances from Twitter. Most of my uh, writing work has come from the same source, but also everything really in terms of podcasting comes from the fact that Andrew and Lisa sent me a tweet and said, would you like to do something for our show? And if that hadn't happened, none of this 
would have found literally none of it because I I would not have found another route to that and that kind of frightens me on some level because this is what I do now I mean it's it's the massively wonderfully overworked and underpaid well non not at all paid process but it's it's what I do now and I feel that when that happened in my life, which uh, as as uh, I've not really talked about, but it, it, it was a, a bad period in my life, um, I'm not sure what I would be doing now if I hadn't done that. You know, it, it's I don't know if I would have found these things to do by any other route, if you get my drift on that one. I mean, I mean talking, talking to you, um, or talking where, where, where you're having a conversation, they're not as, they're not as tiring as the episodes I've done. They're not really tiny too, they're just like talking. And um, like this morning I did an episode where, so I sort of aim to do about an hour, mm. when, it's, when it's the improvisation episodes and I'm pretty much the only person in the episode. Mm. That, that really does feel tiring when you, you've kept the whole thing going for, <laughs> with conversations and storylines and plots. And, 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 uh, I um, have and, some emergency backup when I can't get a guest um, ideas which I know I will have to write every single word for. Uh, they terrify me. I, it frightens me that a week will come along when I've got no guest and I've got a show at the end of the week. <laughs> and I'm going to have to basically sit down and write an entire hour. Uh, or, or suddenly there'll be... Or suddenly you'll be your own guest. You'll invent a character. Well, I'm not quite sure our format would quite, <laughs> not sure about that. quite fit that. But no, no it's, it's sure. just... It's there, there is this. I feel there's this nail-biting terror of having the the weekly radio show. I mean, people say to me, I mean, you've you've done 80, 80 odd episodes on the bounce. When are you going to have a week off? And I think if I have a week off, I'll stop. I'll just stop, and I might never start again. Uh, and actually, it's that. I think it's that nail-biting terror of knowing there's another one to be done that actually motivates me to keep me going. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I. I, I know you could I never stop. You have you, the ideas pour out of you, but so, so the rest we mere mortals. Well, <laughs> well but sometimes to, to, I, I do more than one episode a week, but I don't have any set. The only the only dates I have that I, I really need to is if I want to get an episode out mm. around a, like a, a holiday, yeah. like a Valentine's Day or whatever. But um, to, to know you have to have one out because like, there have been times where I've had. Like ten days off because I've been away somewhere, or um, so there have been longer gaps between episodes. Um, but but to know you definitely have to have them already for next Sunday, or if you in in advance, mm. if you know you're going away, you need to get them. You have to have two in the bank. Yeah, mm, absolutely. That, you've kind of got like I I I always feel a bit sort of oh I need to get I, I, okay so how many I can do three episodes, but then I need to think I need to give myself at least a week mm. for this big episode that links with a particular holiday or. And it starts to get a bit stressful, but you've got all that. You've got that every week. Yeah, yeah but I, I've so I been. I'm not as. I'm not as. T- uh, uh, sort of. St- I don't worry too much about the calendar. I'm not really worried about doing. You know, uh, one for the jubilee or something like that. You know that 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 doesn't actually bother me as much. You know, it, it might be jubilee weekend when an episode goes out. It might happen to coincide with us happen to be say talking about. I don't know Elizabeth R or something, but it's not actually. I don't plan it like that. The only one I really plan is Christmas, and even then, I'm I'm starting to think that's a bit of a bad idea. It's um, I don't know. I I find 
the thing that terrifies me is ultimately i mean the world is your lobster with the uh, shy life you can talk about anything at all theoretically my show is about television theoretically my show is about television but i like to think that sometimes it's about prompting it's a prompt uh in the sense that if we start off talking about where we pick a random show off the shelf and start talking about that it doesn't necessarily mean that's what the hour is what we end up talking about we can talk about all manner of life as long as that's the prompt for the show and we that's that if you like that's the the inside number nine we can hang it on you know that's our label um the thing that frightens me is i sometimes sit here and i think i cannot think and when you consider how vast television is as a topic and how many shows there are i literally sometimes sit here and think i've run out of things i could possibly talk about i can't imagine anything else i could talk about for an hour with anybody and yet you know somehow so far sort of touch uh, whatever it is laminate <laughs> Um, yeah, the shows keep that, coming. Say, yeah, I often think that when you say, say oh, think, think of something, oh gosh, what, there's nothing else for me to talk about. And then I just go, but then I'm quite, I'm, I'm quite like that with my own show. I kind of think, gosh, I can see that I'm kind of slightly to run out of yeah. the episodes that are, that are well, or I, I've got too many of the same sorts of episodes. And, 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 and then I just go and have a little think, and suddenly I've got 10 new, I, I, I'm quite lucky, I'm quite good with like, ideas. and um, I think you are probably as well. I think, um, well, I don't know. I think I sometimes I'm quite intrigued to see where somebody takes it. But the thing about it is really is I, you know, I've been interested in television since I was probably about nine years old. I've never worked in it, but, uh, you know, despite wanting to at times, but I, I, you know, I can walk around my house and there are bookshelves and I can literally pick, I could hold out my hand, pick a book off the shelf and that would probably prompt to show or or i could literally go over there and find out you know all this nonsense i've bought in some network sale and and pick a, a dvd off the shelf and you know and say would you like to talk about this show and somebody would it's it's just that you 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 know the terror of not knowing that's automatic if you like you know that that's the worry but you know you know i mean I, you know me i can talk about bloody quatermass till it comes out of my ears and i probably will and and yeah i, I mean the fact i mean the weird thing about that is that you know i'm not, not a professional i'm not somebody people seek out their opinions on you know i can uh i have i have written things but not for any professional uh uh publications so i'm not an expert but i'm just an enthusiast but there is always something to talk about i mean we've uh, talked on the show about shows that i would never have seen we've talked on the show about shows that are much more recent than that 20th century uh, thing but i don't think that matters because i think sometimes these shows have started in uh last century sometimes they just haven't but i don't really think that matters because we're just talking about telly and telly is something that it is a, i mean i'm not saying everybody watches television but everybody uh i know has got it it's, you know a, a relationship with it so there is always something else to talk about really. i think the interesting thing is that uh, although um I, I know andrew and lisa and i've known them for years mm. and, and i've and we talk on some shows. We talk about the shows that we know each other likes. Mm. I think the more we've done it, the more we realise 
um, how many shows that we all like that the other one hasn't ever heard of. Yeah. Or, so we've all got our own little favourites that we that we, that don't really fall into the usual. So you know, I've got my 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 sons and daughters. Yeah, and, yeah. Or, or my son, and then and 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 because Trevi likes uh, stars, he likes like the sky at night. Yeah. And 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 I was talking with with Warren. He's mm. obviously he's very into his, his police stuff, but yeah. also quite new stuff which I've never even heard of. Uh, and we don't often talk about the new the new no. TV we watch. Um, well, it's not um, very archivey, is it? Yeah. <laughs> but, 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 but but then it, but. Uh, but, but it's quite interesting to find all the dissimilarities we have, or or, or we kind of think, oh well, oh, oh if Toby likes it, then yeah. well, maybe it's worth looking at, mm. even if it's not my usual sort of program. Telly's a peculiar beast, though, isn't it? Because the relationship we have with it is is so so various, you know, and everybody does have an opinion on on it. But we all grow up watching stuff, you know, and and sometimes we grow up in different eras. So there are the shows that people talk about now that I've never heard of. Um, but I, I think it doesn't really matter. Ultimately, it, it's just it's common ground. And if if you know someone starts talking about you know a mental health issue or or something that happened to them, you know, or, or decides to talk about a film or decides to talk about a radio show that they liked because of watching a TV show, that's that's fine. That's exactly what we're there for it's it, you know we're not being goggle box we're not going oh he's got funny ears you know we're not doing any of that stuff we're just talking about telly because we like it and and telly like i say uh when we were doing the a to z me and andy uh, you know you find that certain shows cult shows you know for people who claim to like television really only like a very narrow uh, area of television so they'll like you know they'll like a show like the avengers they might like you know a, a science fiction show or something like that but uh, they might not necessarily be interested if you're going off and talking about the palaces or fosdyke no sorry fosdyke forsyth saga <laughs> or the fosdyke saga as well i mean you might want to talk about that you know it, well yes but but you know the, the, when you do something that's a bit more classical or a bit more obscure there isn't that same interest in it and that's surprising me because because basically for 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 us sort of telly is like this big sponge it's just telly and it's all interesting and the little the way you join the dots is all very interesting so i but don't I, but i yeah but i also find that um i'm i'm very i don't know i'm very stubborn or whatever you want mm. to call it i i could come have a run up to a tv show and I, and hit and go oh no i don't like it mm. and then 5 years later it might be my favorite show yeah for, for those few months, I, I think it might be a bit of an OCD or a magpie type thing or, or whatever um, that I, I don't even realise that I've got, except that um, you know that there's a time that yeah. okay. So I, I, I for years I never watched Dad's Army, and then I had a few months where I was very like, keen on Dad's Army, mm. and I, then I haven't really gone back to it since. But I I did kind of, but but that time was right, and I don't know what it was the trigger, but something's right. Um, we can be quite emphatic. The people. Telly fans can be quite emphatic that they don't like something full stop. And, and so actually you're probably unusual on that score. But, uh, you know, it, it I, television, like I say, our relationship with it. I mean, I can't, I don't like watching with other people because I want to concentrate on what's being said. So if someone decides to have a conversation with me about something else, I get quite irritated by that. Unless it's something quite passive, like, you know, fo- uh, 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 snooker or, you know, something that doesn't really matter if you aren't 
concentrating on the words. But it's uh, but a lot of people they sit in front of the telly as a family and they're yattering away and the, and the telly's just on, and they're having a different relationship with the television than than the archivist or the the television fan is. But equally, you know, you might find you know oh, I don't like that actor or I don't like that. I didn't like that program five years ago, but five years on, they've done something else, and you think, oh, um, it might be interesting to see what they were doing in that other show. You know, I, I, I was quite shocked when I read my nineteen ninety diary mm. that I was. Saying, oh yes, we were. I knew that was the topic for today. Thank you. Yes. Well, no, 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 no. no but, but the weird, the weird thing was in the diary. I, it was around the time when I first got um, Blake Seven, right? Um, and, and it was, and it was not not from official releases, just from people recording it off. Super Channel yes. or something, and, and Nick would pass it to me. And in my diary, I say um, that I then I watched it, and then I kind of got my mum and dad and brother to sit and watch mm. it as well. And, we, and I can't imagine kind of getting a DVD or a video and going, Hello? "Hey, come on, let's all go watch this." Um, but when I was sixteen, that, that I, I was quite happy to do that. I wouldn't mm. do that now. I don't think mm. um, it's odd. It's, it's, it's weird seeing how things have changed. Um, well, uh, yes. but I guess we did watch a lot more things as a family. Uh, um, things like Bergerac we watched as a family. Last summer, wine we watched as a family. But again, you're probably at the very back end of that era when the households were one screen place, really. And that's again, that's a different relationship. People now used to are so used to going off and either watching on their phone, but back in the day, you know, portables in different rooms or different tellies in different rooms. It it it. It's a different relationship we have with television than we did in the seventies, certainly in the eighties. The, the actual fa- the, the the world's relationship with it has changed, and so when when people start to mess with it and start saying that they they feel that it should reflect a different model, to a certain extent they've got a point, but the thing is they've actually missed the point as well. And and somehow you've got to find the best of both worlds. And I don't think some of the people who are seeking to sort of deal with television at the moment are necessarily going to find that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I better let you go. Okay. So, well, um, I, it, it, uh, it's been good chatting with you. Okay. And um, I feel... I'm not sure we talked much about diaries, but we went we went somewhere. Oh no, it was it was it was. Uh... It was this bit was from talking about whatever we wanted to talk about. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll I'll speak to you soon, and um, listeners, we'll have a little bit more before the end of this episode. I'm not quite <laughs> sure what's still got a couple more days before I go home, but uh, anyway, um, okay. I shall be back in a moment. Let's play some music. You take care. Hello, Harry. How are you? Hello. I'm fine, apart from having bronchitis. Yeah. Well, whilst I was at my parents, you were on holiday with bronchitis. <laughs> were you able to enjoy your holiday? Um, yeah, I had a good time. Um, I was a little bit, I've been sort of like a little bit wiped out by it, but I was still able to, I mean, I really, really wanted to go because this was my um, first trip since the first international trip since... Um, the pandemic hit, mm. so I was quite determined, you know, to um, to go to France. Um, you know, and I had a great time. It was it was a nice break away. It was it was very short. It was only about four days away. It was yeah. nice. Went to you pronounce it because I'm not sure. 
Yeah, so, I, well, I was based in Rennes, mm. um, and um, that was my base, but the, the main uh, place that I wanted to go to was Mont Saint-Michel. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I, no, I uh, basically, I, I, I got went. Yeah. Did you stay? Did you actually stay overnight, or, or just just for yeah? A so, well, th- this is just my own crappy sort of planning and not not really thinking things through. But the um, the the French SNCF trains get booked massively ahead of time, um, and my original. Um, idea was to be based in Rennes and literally just go for a day trip Hmm. Um, but when I tried to book the trains um, I found that I could only do it on consecutive days so go out but nothing in the evening coming back at all Hmm. so I I got a a train booked for the following day yeah and that well, meant that I needed to stay over in Mont Saint Michel, but I managed to find um, a decent enough hotel actually, in Mont Saint Michel. Actually, uh, I spoke to my mum, but we weren't sure what sort of accommodation there they were because we we went there, but literally twenty nine years ago, um, yes. on a day trip uh, from Jersey, I think, and um, it does appear in a relatively early episode of Sutton Park, but uh, I still. Obviously, I, I could I can I can remember shops and stuff, but I can't remember sort of accommodation other than maybe accommodation for locals or something. But um, yeah, yeah, the, no, they they've got they've got um, probably I think probably two or three um, hotels there, um, and of course um, they massively overcharge. Mm. Um, but you're basically you're you're staying at a you know world heritage site yeah, yeah. um so you're you're paying you're paying more than you would normally do for what you you're getting but you know it was shelter mm-hmm. it was and there was breakfast and you know, it, was, it was a nice enough place i only asked because i saw your facebook post about you looking around early in the morning i thought well he must have stayed over because he couldn't have been there in the early morning two days exactly otherwise no so i I got there um so day one i i basically got there and went to the abbey which dominates uh, mont saint michel um which has been around for for centuries um and then i as i say stayed over and it did mean that i could get up quite early in the morning Mm. and um, have a walk around the uh, ramparts yeah. um, that surround um, Mont Saint-Michel and it affords you a look over the bay. Yeah, I, re- um, I remember somebody had, somebody. I remember somebody had, um, like, drawn in the sand with a, a piece of stick. And it must have been quite a big piece of stick for me to have better seen it so clearly, yeah. but I'm sure it was something, I have to go back to the Southern Park clip, but I think they'd, put in the sand like Birmingham, UK, which was rather ironic considering where Sutton Park was. So, um, yeah, that tradition it continues. But essentially, Mont Saint-Michel is, is um, often covered, uh, well, so surrounded by water. Yeah. But of course, by low tide, it's basically a beach. Yeah. And in fact, that's the first thing that I did when I got there. I didn't go to the Abbey. I just actually had a, a wander around 
yeah. um, Mont Saint Michel because the tide was out. And sure enough, yeah, people were writing all sorts of messages. In fact, when I uh, uh, woke up the next day and, and had a walk around the ramparts and had a little look down, someone had written Ukraine mm. um, in the sand in, you know, obviously big enough um, letters for me to be able to view it from um, from high above. So, yeah, that, that tradition carries on. Having just, having just watched the new version of Scream, I, I pictured you looking out the window and on the, ba- on the beach it says, what's your favourite scary movie? And the, and the, whole, com- <laughs> the whole conversation <laughs> takes place on the sand. I don't know why. That's just my own Yeah, there was lots of it. There were, there's telephone numbers put on the sand. I don't know what that's for. Um, yeah, they had uh, messages of support for, the, for Ukraine. Um, so, yeah, that tradition still still um, very strong. Have you ever been to St. Michael's Mount down in um, Penzance? No, but I I, I have heard of of that. um, There's some sort of connection, isn't there, um, between the two? It's much smaller. But um, ever since I went to Mont Saint-Michel in 1993, I wanted to go to St. Michael's Mount, and I finally did in 20... The years have gone a bit funny, haven't they? 2019, I think it might have been the last year before the pandemic of holidays. So I did oh, right. finally, and I will, even though my health for walking and stuff hasn't been so good, I did make it to the top. And, um, oh, fantastic. Uh, so I have, I did finally do it, but it took 27 years or something for me to finally get it. Now, now I feel like I need to do this. So <laughs> yeah. maybe that's, that's the big follow up. Yeah. I can tell you a good place to stay. Um, um, oh, okay. and I'm not trust place in Penzance, but <laughs> but yeah, no, it was um, well, you know, it's it was I, it was a bit of France that I've never been to, and also as I said, I was based in Rennes, and there was yeah. there was some nice things to see in Rennes. Also, they've got um, a cathedral, Saint Pierre Cathedral, which has got a very very grand interior. Um, I went to the Musée de Beaux Art. And also, um, there's uh, Thabor, I don't know how to pronounce it. I think it's Thabor Park, T-H-A-B-O-R, Thabor Park, which is just a very beautiful um, uh, cultivated park, you know, with a French-style garden, English garden, Japanese-style garden. It's got a lot of different things going on there, um, including um, they had an aviary. So, um, yeah, uh, which was... Surprised to see treat. So I think that was one of the first photos I saw on Facebook was you in the park or or off the park, and um, yes, and that was only like like before tea time. And I, I knowing that you had to travel from London and change at Paris, and um, I, uh, I was surprised you were yes. knackered. I'm surprised you got out there. I know you didn't. I, have I was. I was completely knackered. <clears throat> I was completely knackered, especially as uh, slightly unwell from the uh, mm. the cold and the bronchitis. But How did you find? Um, I was kind of determined to make the most yeah, out of my well, trip. That's what I thought. How did you yes. find the? Did you have to change stations at Pat when you got to Paris, or were you? Did yes. You, so um, basically, it was a trip through to um, Gare du Nord, which, of course, is the normal Eurostar um, terminus. And then um, they've now, uh, but basically, to get to Rennes, you have to go to another bit of Paris called Montparnasse. Mm-hmm. Um, and to get there, I took the uh, metro number four. And they've now, the Paris Underground have now got their own version of Oyster. 
Mm. Um, uh, and they've got a, a something called a Navigo Easy card, Navigo Easy. Mm. And you just load it up. So I just, I'd written out what I wanted just mm. in case they didn't understand what I was asking for um, because my, my French is very, very rusty indeed. But basically I said something like a Navigo Easy avec de ticket. So I got two tickets basically loaded up on this Navigo Easy mm. and it allowed me to go to Montparnasse. And then of course, when I came back um, from Rennes on my, on my final day, I was able to do the reverse journey. Yeah, because um, um, Callum so, and I had um, all sorts of problems when we went to to Marseille, just do, doing that hop across town. Because I'm not sure if when we got there, the machines mm. were there was only one machine working, and there was a massive queue and uh, or something. Yes, it's something really kind of slowed us. Well, it, it, if you ever plan to return to France, get a a, um, a Navigo Easy um, card because basically, if I ever go back to Paris now, I've I've, I've retained the Navigo Easy card because it's like I say it's like an Oyster card, mm-hmm. and I can basically charge it up with some whatever tickets that I want. Um, hopefully, it'd be very much like an Oyster style experience. Yeah, you know, you had some nice food as well. So, um, the food you were putting. Tasty. Yes, yes. I was able to um, suspend my noon dieting um, for the duration of the trip. I don't think I would have been able to cape otherwise. Um, to be absolutely honest with you, um, but there, there was some uh, nice food actually at Mont Saint Michel. I found there was a nice restaurant that was overlooking the bay, and because uh, this was at a time when most of the um, you know the tourists had gone home um uh, i was it was it was fairly quiet in the restaurant and i just had the very traditional steak frit um uh, for for dinner and that was absolutely delicious and then on uh, my final night i went to this italian uh, restaurant mm. um and um had a had a pizza yeah i saw that that looked good which was um interesting sort of mix of things they they had cracked an egg on the top of it oh yeah um but it hadn't sort of fully uh, cooked so i don't quite know how i felt about that yeah, um, sometimes i have a fiorentina yeah. which is egg and, and spinach and cheese and, and sometimes i've been and they haven't quite done it to my liking um, but, if they'd let, let it sort of cook a bit more yeah, then i think yeah. i might have felt a bit sort of happier about it to be honest but it looked and it certainly looked good it looked um unusual um but no it was, it was nice it was a nice meal your next trip is on a on a boat isn't it up to is it yes is up to norway is it to see the boy that's right so that is sort of um mid to late june um going on cruise to norway is that to see the lights, um, Northern Lights? Not quite, sadly. Not for June, sadly. Oh, no. um, but that was the original the original trip, which we were going to do um, November 2020, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, would have uh, taken in the Northern Lights, because that's the perfect time of the year, not, uh, November to January. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so that was the original plan. So th- this is more just about enjoying norway and the fjords um and the glacier and so on and so forth so well, I hope uh, there'll be back. plenty for us to do 
Yeah, I hope you'll come back on the show and tell us how it went after you've done it. But before you yeah. go, um, yeah. we're going to we're going to go smoothly into a piece of music which was um, composed by you called "I'm in a Ship." Is that right? That's right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Is there anything you want to tell oh, us about? Thank you. Yes. Yeah, so um, the, the song, uh, obviously, I. Uh, as you get sort of older, you sometimes sort of feel like you're you're falling to bits, mm-hmm. and um, and uh, I, I'm sort of in the song. I'm talking about I'm in the ship and I'm falling to bits, talking about my body. But then I sort of think, well, I'm in the job and the job's sort of falling to bits, mm-hmm. and then what's been going on with the planet, with all the sort of the challenges that it's sort of facing at the moment, sometimes feel like the world is falling to bits. Mm. Um, but it's, um, it's actually, um, it's more of a sort of a comedy sort of comic sort of um, lighthearted song. Um, it's not meant to be sort of serious and, and tragic and up sort of upset. It's um, sort of darkly comic. Yeah. You won't be getting the lyrics version, but uh, still. No. Um, so when you're listening to it, listeners, um, just think about what he just told, what you've just been told. So. <laughs> so, anyway, thank you very much, and we'll go straight. No problem. To now, and we'll speak to you soon. All right. Thank you all. Thank you. Bye bye for now.
Hi listeners, uh, that's nearly the end of our episode I'm afraid. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that chat with Martin. It started off as a little chatter and ended up being a massive chat about um, TV and writing and all sorts of things. Um, so, yes, we also recorded for Vision on Sound, of course. Uh, I've just, well, last night after I spoke to Martin, uh, I uh, finished another episode of the podcast and released that. I'm working on the next one, which will probably be the last episode to go out in April, if I, if I get a chance. So, uh, and then I think this episode um, comes after that and will be the first episode of May. Uh, <laughs> it may not be, but that's what I think it will be. But that's what I'm planning. Um, but yeah, uh, so I think I'm going home tomorrow. I'm not 100% sure I was possibly going to pop in um, and spend an evening with Milo and Promity, but uh, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if that can be arranged. It's very difficult. It's very difficult sometimes making plans. People don't like making plans until the last minute, and I like to kind of know what I'm doing at least 24 hours ahead if I can. Uh, anyway, uh, before we go, uh, though, we're going to uh, have a, a quick chat with my mum because we've got some recording to do together this afternoon for another episode. So yeah. We'll say hello to her, and then we'll say goodbye, I think. And then I'll probably record something on the way home, on the train home or something, if that's what I've definitely done. <laughs> I don't know. Um, anyway, uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, but uh, have a listen to this. Yeah, me and my mum having a chat about books and stuff. Or, or at least about the recording we're going to do about talking about books and stuff. If that makes any sense. <sighs> have a listen. Hello, listeners. Um, I'm with Mum. We've just been recording about the books under the piano. Um, you'll hear that in a future episode. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> got a lot of a lot, a lot of uh, a, a, lot, a lot of things under there. How, how many books do you get per week? How many bags would you say you got a week, or is it not as um, not not as? It, it, it varies tremendously. Um. I usually, because we live opposite, I usually go over there once a day to make sure it's tidy. Uh, it, it's strange what people live as, leave over there. It's not just books. I should think over a year we've had about 14 absolutely new hanging baskets, <laughs> empty hanging baskets. Who wants to get rid of those? No <laughs> idea, but... They, they all went. I, I noticed there was those little, like, tables for babies. They must be for babies. They're so small. The stools, yes. Are they stools or are they tables? I wasn't sure. Well, yes. But they're basically for a little... Yes. I, um, well, it's useful. I mean, we've had, we've had um, unopened packets of, of nappies. But it, it, it happens, I think, to almost every mother that... They suddenly realise that their child has grown out of those nappies, and you haven't opened that bag which was at the back of the cupboard. Mm. And so, as there's other people in the village with babies of the right age, um, again, I, I think it's all part of the recycling and not throwing things into the bin. Uh, the um... all the environmentalists should be asking everybody to use their telephone boxes, or uh, there was a. It wasn't in the telephone box, but outside there was a a lost 
a lost leg from a teddy bear. Um, Very uh, carey we are in this village. <laughs> Somebody's lo- and it had been washed. Some bear has lost a leg. Nobody uh, is claimed it. has been there for a month or more. And, mm-hmm. No, we shall have to. We shall have. To, well, I think it's been there about a fortnight, but we shall have to be harsh one day and decide that that leg has got to go. <laughs> Mm, you've noticed by now. I mean, we have got one or two teddy bears. I must admit, which looks. You want to sew it on? You want to sew? You want to give a bear an extra leg just because you've got? That's inventing they're, a new. They're so nice. I've had to bring them home. Uh, mm-hmm. They will eventually go back back in there, but um, uh, again, it you know it was bought as a I'm supposed to. For, you know, Charles probably taken to a very, very tatty bear and won't look at the brand posh new bear at all. So might t- they put it in the... Might turn out that the the bear that that leg belongs to is a tatty old... Well, is an unwashed bear, and now it's got... A, if, it, if it was reunited, it, 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 <laughs> might, it might be like the, the new leg was much more tidier than or, or cleaner than the rest of the bear. But <laughs> anyway, uh, I... I I've been here for a week now, and I shall be going home tomorrow, I think. So, um, uh, but I'll see you again soon. But uh, uh, I hope the listeners have enjoyed um, the various conversations I had with mostly people online. That, um, so it's not really. Um, uh, I, I did bump into Nick, obviously, uh, but uh, yeah, I've mainly just been talk- talking to people all, all over the place but uh, anyway um we've got plenty more episodes in the can and uh, uh yeah so thanks for listening and join us again soon and uh uh we'll say goodbye from from me and mum and all these books and hopefully uh, when i come back i'll still be able to, i won't find that uh, the books are up to the door <laughs> like you can't get in you can't get in. you can't get out Bye-bye for now. Say goodbye, Mum. Bye.
we spoke to weren't even in Salisbury when I spoke to them, but I was. And uh, uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll have more for you soon. Uh, there's a lot going on, a lot of mysteries to solve. Um, yes, but, uh, well, I won't spoil anything. I'll, uh, ooh, I can hear the theme music coming, so uh, I'll say goodbye for now. Pride 48 Network. Find more shows over at pride48.com. Oh dear. <laughs> What's going on now? Oh, it's the Shy Life Podcast. Let's go. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Univospods.net. Hi again, listeners. Um, my progress is good. I'm on a different train now. I'm on the train from Woking back to my flat, so almost home. Um, yeah, I've been reading Doctor Who magazine, drinking coffee, and listening to my favourite tunes of 2022 um, on my way home. So that's been uh, that's, that's been good fun. New tunes of 2022, you say? Yes, well, actually, I, I find quite a lot. Um, they're just not where I used to find them. Um, they're not necessarily in the charts. In fact, they're very rarely in the charts. But there are plenty of people out there making songs that I really enjoy. So, um, including today, Banana Rama. Yes, they've done a new song. Well, I think it's a cover of a song that was never a hit. But anyway... Um, I must admit, I do tend to... My, my tastes don't tend to get more mature as I get old. They, uh, I'm, I mostly listen to what can best be described as bangers these days. Pop songs with a good chorus that uh, make me want to dance around the living room, even though I'm probably incapable of dancing around the living room these days. But, uh, anyway, I should shut up. We'll be leaving in a second. And, uh, yeah, I've got to get editing this episode. I'll be starting almost as soon as it's finished. Okay. Um, Ta-ta for now. More episodes coming soon. Bye-bye. Woo-hoo-wee. That was a long one today, huh, folks? I you had a good holiday, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that I did it.
Yeah. Um, you know, I was, I was just determined to, I was literally, you know, I didn't feel that well. Um, and I still don't feel that great, to be honest. Um, but I was just determined. I just thought COVID has stopped so many holidays. Like we were going to go down to the Southwest last year. And then I got, we got COVID in July. And that just put the kibosh on that. And then we were meant to go to France also um, late last year. Um, and then Omicron happened and basically France closed down and was demanding all sorts of extraordinary things, including, um, you know, that you'd be quarantined if you if you actually set foot there after you'd taken about 500 tests or whatever it was. Um, so um, it just felt, felt like everything was basically, you know, sort of determined you, you're not going to leave the UK ever again. Well, I just sort of <laughs> felt I like I wanted to go. I had all sorts of holidays cancelled, but even mm. now I want to go on one this year. I, 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 I've got to go somewhere that's relatively easy for me, and one of the one of those places is the place in Kent that I often go to. Oh yes, and, yeah, uh, yeah, I mean yeah. I was really free. I could go any time because of, of not working, but they couldn't fit me in until mid to late October so um, <laughs> so so I'm going but at least you've got you've got that haven't you now yeah. you have got that to look forward to yeah but, uh, anyway But sometimes this show is really weird. Paul, that was a whopper. Please. This is just the weirdest thing I've ever heard. God, is this show going to end anytime soon?